Can you close that? The yeah. cooling? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to cool down the room. Oh, right. fuck. Wait, I, feel, I actually Open generally feel... Back up. <laughs> I generally feel bad for Nick for having to like go through 75... Well, what, like two hours of unedited material? Of, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like stolen valor, though, because we're the ones... We're really doing all We're the ones doing the work. Oh, there's our cold open. Yo, Nick Career does more work than the troops, okay? Podcast editors Respect the Nick Career. Podcast editors are braver than any U.S. Marine. Welcome to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It. Every week we go through a topic chosen by one of us, or on this loop, one of our very honored special guests. Hi. And we <laughs> and uh, we go into it in depth. We talk about our experience with this topic, with this experience. We give our impressions and uh, generally just kind of act like a bunch of fucks about it. So, this week... You don't this week I have with me in the boiling hot oven studio, we have small business expert, Alex. Hey <laughs> Talking about his wiener, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's medium small business. <laughs> You're opening a chain. So yeah. <laughs> you <know>, franchising. <laughs> we have child lock, George. I don't like that one. You don't like that one? Yeah, I, don't, I didn't think you were going to like that one. It's real that. risky. Find child box. Find child box. Find child box child box. Hotel sex. Hotel sex. I like that. Child box. I like that. We have animal noises, Cam. Pick off. <laughs> That's from the same episode, though. I want to be dumb, Cam. We have, do you want to be dumb, Cam? Or dumb Greer, if you want. Right. Right. No, no, no. We're, we're going to do dumb Cam. Okay. Dumb Cam's good. Uh, from that episode, I want to do something like... My lawyer was thrilled. <laughs> uh, we have Raw Venom Artist. Uh, oh, nice. Was the, the King of Sting? The King of Sting? Okay, mm. I'm the, I'm the, the King of Sting. King of Sting, Queen of Sting, Seb? More like King of Stink. Nice. Oh, <laughs> good own. I appreciate it. That's, it's, a, it's a harsh own on me. Uh, yeah. Max Rebate. Nick, your host. That'd be and a then sick name. Spe- yeah. Special guest. If you're like a superhero accountant, <laughs> Max Rebate. <laughs> Special guest. <laughs> it'd, be it'd, be, it'd be funny if Nick's name was Max, because then he could have said Max Rebate. Mac, um, Maximilian Rebate. Uh, <laughs> you put out uh, YouTube videos, bro? <laughs> Fortnite, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, how, how else am I going to stream, bro? How, if I can't say the N-word, how are we going to stream? It's in the Twitch terms of service, I think. <laughs> That's how come I think I'm going to make it big, because I can say the N-word whenever I want. Yeah, so. I mean, you'd think that. <laughs> mm, that's true. I'm telling All right, Shrini, uh, your topic for this week. You said uh, you set us. Wait, on I, get no oh, yeah. I get no intro. I get no nickname. Uh, I, I tried to do one, and then I got interrupted about it's Shrini for you. Yeah, Shrini for you. Yeah. 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 I want I want Shrini Francis. But, Shrini Francis. Uh, Finding Shrini. No, Shrini Ooh. Francis. Uh, Shrini best talk show anecdote of all the, time. The anecdote <laughs> himself. The anecdote. The anecdote. That's Actually, that's great. That's, I'm gonna cut everything else. That's that's your nickname because. We have the anecdote, Trini. Yeah. And our our only listener. Thank you for being on the show. Hey. It, yeah. It, it, we we used to have two, but they, they fell off. 
my life. <laughs> Um, my life's not in a great place right now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm, very, I'm very honored to be on this podcast. We can replace you. We have other people who want to listen to this show. They won't later. <laughs> but all right. We're taking applications. We won't let them listen. We gotta hire them on. They're gonna pay other people to listen to their show while I listen to it for free, and they're still gonna fire me and kick me mean, out. Can't now, just let them know that you're on the payroll. Now, yeah. when we say come on the show, Srini's one of the only ones who will listen. Well, when we say come on the show, people don't realize that that's a threat. <laughs> uh, well, I, I should say that you are not our only listener, but you have you have been very um, responsive to us. You uh, let me know that I, I was uploading things in a crappy file size. You uh, sent us some listener mail. You've he, he been very what no one else. In, in all honesty, and I say this like unironically, um, I do, and I do think that the people making this podcast are funny. I understand <laughs> that other people think that they have their head up their own ass, which, which, which is not wrong. I just want to uh, yes. say, but, 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 um, I'm gonna end the unironic, uh, un irony, soon. But I just want to say that I appreciate being on this podcast. Aww, thank you. Thank you. All right, you can close that. Yeah, yeah, let me know if you yeah. want me to cut that. And <laughs> <laughs> the show, we're gonna edit it. Yeah, next episode, we're gonna <laughs> so, do something. For so this week, um, I'm gonna do something slightly different, just because uh, one of the other things that we've noticed over the course of the show is that when Cam and George always sit next to each other, mm. and when they talk right after Big each problem. other, they say the same thing. Yeah. So this week, I'm gonna start with George, and we're gonna go around and oh. end with Cam. Affirmative wow. action. So, I should actually. Yeah. <laughs> I can start with Cam. George gets a priority. No, no, affirmative action means I am before Cam. Yeah, so, right, so, George, what did you do this week? I went what to, to I went to Sailfest. All right. Which is a thing that happens in Connecticut in an undisclosed location that <laughs> you probably that is live. not easily looked <laughs> up. Not easily looked up. Don't do it. The feds will find you. Um, well, we didn't spe- say which uh, which, sa- which version of sail or which Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Or which yeah. Connecticut. <laughs> We could be in New Connecticut for. Could a be any kind of sale. Well, yeah, I have one of those in England. Yeah, yeah probably. Oh, yeah, they sell all their shit. <laughs> but um, it was pretty fun. Uh, it was. It seemed like less people this year. I used to go a lot when I was like a teenager, mm-hmm. and I was big into it because Ooh, that yeah. was a space. To that was the only place it. you could go to get dangerous carnival rides. Yeah. Oh well, actually, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say to get drunk with yeah, your parents. To get, to yeah. Get yeah. Hundred percent. I'm sorry. I didn't finish my sentence. To get drunk and go on dangerous yes, carnival rides. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and also to eat. Uh, fried dough after oh, yeah. waiting for a half hour in line. Mm. Oh, do you like breathe out before you take your bite and just blow all the powdered sugar off? Of the <laughs> Actually, snort the powdered sugar. Oh, off. hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Say, <laughs> like, hey, when you put that on, can you cut it up into lines first? <laughs> Actually, side topic, one of the most embarrassing moments in my life was when I cut a huge line of fried dough to get to the front, and Ooh. then the person right behind me called me out on it. Uh-huh. And it really like stings to me this day. So when George like talks about fried dough lines, like, <laughs> he just gets it right back and cuts straight I'll, deep. Uh, I'll, Go to something that happened in the line, but not the line itself. <laughs> uh, there was a guy wearing a uh, "Stop my flag, I'll stomp your ass" shirt, and it was. Did he fight him? Oh Wait, yes, no, he no, I didn't. Same uh, shirt at the taste of where we live. Oh yeah, yeah. it was a different guy. No, it was a different guy. This you tell me that they made more than one of those shirts. No, I thought he made that. There's like two dudes in our merch store. I'll say there are three dudes that wear it. The three dudes that wear it are old men who are very sad and divorced, young men who are very skinny with body issues, or young men who are very jacked but probably have small wieners. Not jacked. What? <laughs> but, um, this one was an old man. Was he one of the guys with like an iron cross tattoo? 
he did have tattoos, but none of them had none of them were of German military descent. <laughs> like, uh, is that is that a thing? Like, isn't it like the that's navy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't think it's a. I don't know if it's a, a Nazi little too close. To, I think, it might be. Well, there was an Iron Cross that was a symbol for Nazism, but then think, there's yeah. also like a military symbol. Yeah. That, so when people get shitty military tattoos, mm-hmm. it looks too much like the Nazi thing. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, it sorts itself out because people who get those kind of tattoos often they turn into that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's dual purpose. They're like, yeah. oh, it's it's close, but like I don't care, and then they become that person. Yeah, but, yeah. Because they don't care. They're like, oh, I should have seen the foresight in this, and then I accidentally yeah. got a tattoo that looks yeah. like a Nazi tattoo. And now I don't need to get a Nazi tattoo. <laughs> it's almost like an allegory for our, our government. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little too much like Nazis. Well, about how they, well like, I mean, <laughs> about how like they've sanded the serial numbers off of uh, fascism, and then we. Okay, like, I was okay. not prepared for this podcast. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought we were going to be talking about Nathan for you, and, no, no, and they're trying to deconstruct the government right now. Like, what have I got? We're getting part of the conspiracy. I got one more super web. Libtard cuck thing to say, and there was like Get a seventeen-year-old, a got... group of seventeen-year-olds, all of which were really annoying, and they're all of which were yelling "Allah Akbar" when the fireworks were going off. Yeah, and sick. luckily though, they heard my girlfriend go, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Very loud, and I, for like a half second, I like tensed up. I was like, "Oh no!" And then I was like, "Oh, they're like 17 I'll be fucked. Yeah, they yeah, can all be defeated by yeah, a girl many, thinking they're not cool. Year olds you know what? <laughs> Guess what? They were defeated by a girl thinking they're not cool because she said, "Oh my fucking god!" out loud twice. Uh-huh. And they left. Yeah, so, that's it. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Like, they probably went to a different place and said the same thing. Yeah, yeah where well, there were no did. girls. Yeah. Uh, our our fireworks story was uh, more cringy and less racist. <laughs> we had only a little less racist. Yeah. Okay. So we we were um, kind of near my house and watching the fireworks. And where is that? We <laughs> <laughs> um, look less at two a fireworks event. Um. So. Uh, this guy rolls down the street on his skateboard and he just goes, Despacito! Oh, yes, yes. Real life memers. Yeah. Oh, cringy thing that my friend used to do. He told me, I don't, he doesn't listen. So, when he, <laughs> when he was little, that's was a challenge. <laughs> He would act like the fireworks going up were spaceships, and then he was shooting them down, and they blew up in the fireworks. Nice. Honestly, it was honestly, I thought really it was cute. adorable, but I was also like, "You're a fucking nerd." Thank you for telling me that. I'm gonna tell that as like his wedding or his funeral or something. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about Sailfest? No, that was it. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trini, uh, what'd you do since the last time? Uh, last since time you were on the show. So just, this is just recap your whole life for us. So this is an example of how like I do listen to the podcast and take it more seriously than I actually should. Uh-huh. But uh, when George talked about the competing, when he had that competing episode where he talked yeah. about different competitions, yeah. that that reminded me of how I used to play a lot of chess when I was younger. Oh, yeah. And I, I used to like, and I used to like actually go to chess tournaments and stuff when I was younger and compete mm-hmm. in chess. And after he listened to you guys talk with such passion about all the various tournaments that you've done, nice. I, I actually Ken talked about how shitty the New Yorkers jokes are. <laughs> That's gonna I be actually, my week, I so. actually made, I actually made a chess account on yeah, some, right. on, oh, cool. on some uh, chess, um, like where you can play online chess and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you want to plug that? Because I think I might actually want to get in on that. Uh, it, well, the site's just called chess.com. Oh shit! Of course, <laughs> I can't believe that wasn't the first thing I chess tried. wasn't taken, dude. <laughs> it's just, it's just like online chess, and then you can register for tournaments if you want, which I haven't done yet. Cool. But um. My whole point is, like, this is one of the examples of where I do listen to a podcast and take it more seriously than the people who actually make the podcast, probably. <laughs> well, actually, that's kind of what we hope the podcast would do, yeah. uh, is, like, we, we made it to all introduce each other to yeah, things. See, and see we, we just make the that... art. <laughs> 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 influenced by the art. Yeah. You know, yeah. that... 
We have other listeners that do the same thing. Like, yeah, but, um, that's what no, the show is designed for. I have been playing. Um, I've been playing like a lot of chess and just catching up on some music. So cool. that's about it. Cool, cool. Nice. That's interesting. I I've always wanted to get into chess, but like, I never thought I was big brain enough. I'm good at like connect forward and like checkers. <laughs> it's like that. It's like oh, it is. Yeah. It's like a mix between it's, it's like the same board. Red it's and blue and much. whatever. Even yeah. though I played the chess of games, uh, Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Melee. No, but... <laughs> there's something really cool about chess, though, how like you know, there's like a single tile, and you'll and if you play chess and you look at it, you'll see like people like trying to make sure that they put all their units on a single tile so they can capture. It. And I don't know, like maybe this is just me, but there is something like really. Like there's something very dynamic about the game yeah, that yeah. people don't often associate it with, and it's, it's mostly just it's mostly just nerds sitting down playing chess, which is also true. It's really fun, and I'm so bad at it. <laughs> a part of my life, I was like, "This is gonna be me, isn't it? This is the kind of nerd I'm turning into." And yeah, I, I, just, I, like, I'm, like, I, I learned some chess. Um, Cam, you'll remember that we, when we were kids, we had a neighbor that would only come here during the summers, which is one of our uh, yeah yeah. It was like uh, coming to visit his grandmother, but every time. Our parents would be like, "Why don't you go? Why don't you go hang out with him? He doesn't have any friends over here." And I would, and Kevin would be like, "Honestly, fuck that." <laughs> no, we would go over there because he was better at Mario Sunshine than I was. So oh, we would, yes. he would go over, and we'd see all this cool stuff he had done. And we'd in beat him game. up. Yeah, and we'd kick <laughs> yeah. his ass. Take, take his memory card. One thing he always had multi. <laughs> no, um, uh, shit. You gotta edit this out. Mal- yeah. It's not malted milk balls. What's the candy? Malted? Whoppers. Wha- he always whoppers. had whoppers at his yeah, house. Yeah, he did. Whoppers are insane. Yeah, I love whoppers. I what? Whopper. Dude, they come in a pack of three. That's Ew. how bet- you know they're fucked up. You know, like, <laughs> like, what if you bought M&M's and they're like, here's three M&M's. You'd be like, no. You're going to bring them a movie theater box of Whoppers. Yeah, but like the fun size of Whoppers is right. three. So like that is M&M's, fun, fun, like size, fun size M&M's are like ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Let's like, settle this. All right, all right, all right. So, so look it anyway, up. next week we got fun size M&M's. <laughs> so, Trini, this kid... Uh, I was over, and uh, he's like, so you want to play some chess? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to play chess. He's mm-hmm. like, I'll teach you how to play chess. And he taught me how to play chess, and then I beat him in the first game, and he's like, I don't want to play chess anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I taught you wrong. You're kind of cheating. <laughs> yeah, anyone, anyone who plays chess, just come on the show, okay? <laughs> Any and every. Oh, God. That's like the only time we've said something like that where my girlfriend would actually want to do it. Because that that's the that's the I end of the story. The I thought I was turning into that kind of nerd, and it turned out I just wanted to date one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that's another fun thing to do, like just getting into a game you enjoy and playing it online with people. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, anything else you would want to say on that? Um, no. Alright. Alex, what have you been doing this week? Uh... You play, you play one video game again? Uh, I did play one video game. I actually played a couple video games, uh, haven't really decided on which one I wanted to talk about, but, uh, I could talk about... An old classic, an old favorite, uh-huh. uh, Dark Souls. Whoa, Whoa, never heard of it. Two. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Good save. I'm going to edit out the two. <laughs> That's like the Dark Souls 2 of the Souls yeah. games. So, so Dark Souls 2 is a bit of a, a, bit of a black sheep in the series. Um, That's bad. But I, I, I've only watched. You know, only players. because it looks like shit. They ruin the stats, and yeah. the enemy placement's terrible. It's, and things uh, like that. all minor issues, really. I, I am, I am still very fond of that video game. Um, so I went on to do uh, to remake. Since I got a new PC, I don't have my save files. Um, I wanted to remake one of the stupid PvP builds I made, and one of the best things about Dark Souls Two is it's busted as fuck as far as <laughs> PvP goes. Um, so I'm, I was kind of building a, a hex character, which has a, uh, there's a shield in one of the DLCs that does, like, every damage type, every magic damage type, uh-huh. uh, when you attack with it. 
which you don't usually do with right. a shield. <laughs> it's not very good because you have one move, right? Yeah. You don't have a running attack. Right? Um, so it is the the one move with the shield is a shield bash that also has a block. So it blocks oh, two. That's right. I'm thinking of parrying. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The shield attack is a block attack. Got it. Um, so it you can sucks. do you, yeah, you, you can do a lot of bullshit to make this do like 500 plus damage. And uh, y people don't really know about it, so mm -hmm. you can just two-shot people, and they're like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so I've been just playing through the game to try and get up to that point. Um, it's pretty fun. If you want to be kind of a ganking idiot in Dark Souls 2, you have to do kind of a different thing. Because the, it they, uh, doesn't scale the matchmaking based on level, like in every other game in the series. Mm -hmm. You have to control how many souls you get in the game. So if you're bad and you lose a lot, then you, it'll bump up how far you matchmake with people. Uh. Hmm. Um, but it's it's a fun it's a fun video game. Isn't that Dark. one also broken for speedrunning? Like this, you can't you just like get a rip here uh, that's like one hit kill. I think I watched the speedrun and you just ran around like two handing it. There's like, a lot of like attack buffs that you can put on. Mm -hmm. um, there's both consumables and rings and stuff that can make like a normal attack do a lot of damage. So anything that attacks quick can rack uh, up a lot. Maybe of that's why they're using it. Um, Dark Souls 2 is fun. <laughs> huh. it's, it's definitely the black sheep of the series, but... Uh, Isn't that just... It just doesn't have as much character as the other? Like, in, aside from gameplay flaws... It is, stuff, it like, is like, measurably less inspired than everything else that they <laughs> right. do. Um, like, it wasn't a B-team or something, a right? A degree of magnitude less inspired. Well, um, the, th the reason that people say B-team is just because the, the creative director of the first game and Demon Souls was working on Bloodborne at the time. Yeah, and that's where all the inspiration went because that yeah. game is yeah. right. That game is visually gorgeous, has a bunch of new ideas, and uh, <laughs> it takes the series in a different direction. Where yeah. Dark Souls Two just took the same series in a worse direction, <laughs> <laughs> a new and worse direction. <laughs> but, no, uh, it's like we were already going in that direction. If you keep going, you're going to walk into a, a pit of spikes. <laughs> they decided to continue walking. But uh, it's a it's a fun video game. I've got a bit of a soft spot for it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah, that's that's something for uh, uh, one of the things we always joke about on the show is that like, oh yeah, we're gonna have to do a mini episode where we just argue about which game in a series is better or something like that. There, that has come up like a bunch As of times. That would be any minutes shorter than yeah, I know. Episode. Like <laughs> that's be, an easier topic. Yeah, <laughs> four hour episode, four yeah. hour episode. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, you definitely softened my opinion of Dark Souls Two when you would talk about it in a positive light because I. I was really harsh on that game. Yeah. And I never went... I was so disappointed that I like never went back to it after I beat it. Like, mm -hmm. And you were like, oh no, all the DLC's really good. I'm like, I don't believe him. And I looked at it, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, when I first got Dark Souls 2, I played it through once, uh, like, barely finished it, or, like, put it down, then finished it months later. Um, when the Skull of the First Sin version came out, like, a year later or mm -hmm. whatever... Uh, I was like, oh, I never played the DLC, and this version looks looks a little bit better, so I'll play this. And then I think it kind of clicked for me, because I was far enough past the initial, like, wow, this is kind of disappointing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I, it's definitely grown on me over the years, I think. Yeah. All right, anything else you wanted to add? Yeah. yeah. Nobody cares about this. Uh, <laughs> well, it's just in on the news line. Uh, three Whoppers are 32 calories. Hell We're getting yeah. fan mail during the show. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> three, three whoppers each or three whoppers total? Three whoppers total, 32 calories. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> what did we eat before this? Not correct. <laughs> Why did we eat before this? I'm going to go up to that. That makes me... <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give you guys a choice. I talk about comics like every other week. Should I... I, I did something else this week. Should I do that instead? Yes. I watch a TV show? All right. <laughs> All right, I watched a TV show called Good Behavior. It's about comics? It is not. Oh. It is about a con woman and an assassin that get involved in business and then a relationship together. And it's... I, I, I know it's on Amazon Prime. I'm trying to remember the original network for it. Uh, yeah, this is something that my girlfriend introduced me to, and it's very... like I've, I've been really getting into it. It's got like good emotional drama to it as you would sort of expect from like anything where it's like two, two criminals trying to be better people except one of them really isn't uh, and you also get the thing where it's like the hired killer is like no it's okay because I only kill bad people and everyone else is like no that's not that's that's not how this works you can't just yeah. say it's Dexter okay. is smart <laughs> and not dumb he's a lumberjack <laughs> so you don't understand <laughs> <laughs> Who is it that complains about Dexter all the time? Is that someone at work that I'm thinking of? Uh, it must Not be. Guys... I, I could complain about Dexter if yeah, you want. I, mean, I have I, a lot to I, complain I, about. I have some Dexter complaints. <laughs> I never finished it. But... Yeah, I, I thought that was, you're you're not just, much, just like most people, yes. <laughs> well, I heard the ending was bad, so I never bothered to. He becomes a lumberjack. He gets away with I everything. I know that. I, I respect that. that. Yeah. Isn't that the American dream? To Wait, kill yeah. a bunch of people season, become... season, Seasons yeah. 1 through 3 of Dexter, Um, like my parents had Netflix for a while, like way before they got into streaming. Mm -hmm. And so I watched seasons one to three of Dexter via DVD. Like I would mail in DVDs Ooh. each Whoa. each month, you know, That's to get like the next DVD. And I watched Dexter that way. Dexter part and this is, five, 46. Part, yeah, exactly. <laughs> three episodes on each DVD. <laughs> oh God. Uh, it's like the whoppers of DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 25 calories each. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how is so, it? So yeah, this, this show is incredibly good. Uh, it's it's based on books. Like uh, Game of Thrones? It's the only book I've ever read. <laughs> uh, I think it's just based on one book, but it kind of goes a little bit off the rails of that. And um, it's got... How many seasons you know how, is it? It's three seasons so far. Um, we I'm only really into the first one. I, we haven't gone that far into it. But... Uh, like, one of the things that really endeared me to the show is that, like, it's all this, like, melodrama TV shit happening around extremely real people. So, like, one of the character's family members is just having, like, a regular-ass redneck wedding to a guy who owns a lawn care business. And he's he doesn't give a shit about any of this. So, he's uh -huh. just yeah. so yeah. relatable. Yeah. Yeah. So relatable, you're right. <laughs> I own a lawn but, care like, business. But, like, at, at the wedding, he's like, yeah, uh, I'm so happy about this wedding, and I want everyone to know how good my business is doing, because we're getting two more vans for my lawn care business, and he, like, throws his hat up in the air, That's and I'm just sick. like, I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just one of those things where you, like, look at someone, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> it's too real. Yeah. Uh, but that can also work in the drama's favor, like, you know, every, every show... Every show after what The Sopranos has to have an alcoholic on it, so you yep. can feel like there's real drama here, mm -hmm. and they do they do a good job with that too. Uh, it's it's like a good way to get out like the the whole oh look at this asshole get killed fantasy, but also work into the drama behind it. But my favorite scenes are the ones where the con woman uh, pulls off some stupid thing just by doing like the whole Bugs Bunnying of like. Uh, no, you said I could take that. Oh, I said you could take that? Yes, yes, you can take that. Like, the uh, kind of thing where it's like, just <laughs> get get people to walk themselves into a corner, or uh, 
convincing them that you're doing them a favor or like just robbing a diner by t- taking a waitress's outfit and oh yeah like, like stuff yeah. like i think about that all the time it's just like just in in terms of not having a conflict or uh-huh. like any anything that's easier at all like yeah. if i had to bring something somewhere and somebody's and like someone stopped and was like i'll bring it there i'd be like great just give it to them. Never, never check. So like, not doing it. Like yeah. she sees the waitress in the diner is busy, so she goes and gets a waitress outfit, and um, uh, she's like, "Hey, do you want me to run that asshole's check for you?" And she's like, "Oh God, yes, please." I've Here, never here's, seen you before. Here's, but yes. here's my here's my register code, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's I'm there. I, yeah. I'm, I'm with this person. Same. I'm with this person who just got conned out of like I can leave five minutes earlier, and you can rob the place. Yeah. Deal. Like, yeah, that's something I saw in like a Batman the Animated sure, Series episode. Uh, Bruce Wayne uh, just shows up like wearing kind of a shitty disguise uh, to a security room and is like uh, yeah the boss says uh, he wants you to go enjoy the party I'm going to take your rest of your shift and the guy's like gee thanks and he just like sprints <laughs> out the door I'm like yeah that seems about right Same. big mood big mood alright Seb what speaking are you doing big moods week? yeah speaking oh. of the biggest <laughs> moods Seb I'm the big mood how, how big are your moods um really really big uh so I had small children at my house uh, this past weekend again, Gross. my nieces, but last time last time I had children over and talked about them, that turned into a bad meme. So, uh, I'm not going to talk about it. No, 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 no. Um, Dominated the show, actually. Please stop. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Some would say at a pretty young age. Um, so, <laughs> in, chain reaction instead, <laughs> instead, we I'm going to talk about... What? Speak, speak, let's <laughs> no. Like letter, letter speed. Nice. Right. Like oh God. <laughs> uh, so, um, this time I'm gonna talk about how I started the Octo expansion finally. Wow, you did? I, I, I want to start that, but I haven't played any Splatoon 2 story mode. Pretty, pretty do you, I don't know if you have to do the story mode first before doing the expansion. No, that's yeah, um, but I just mean I don't know if huh. I like it because I haven't played any of what it's. So. You know, the Octo expansion is actually pretty different from the normal game. It seemed that way, because it's not yeah. that weird Mario Sunshine level. Well, pretty un- pretty no. uninitiated. Like, what is the Octo expansion? Yeah, and... Oh, okay. Splatoon so, um... So, Splatoon 2 mm-hmm. is the sequel to Splatoon, which is, um, a mainly multiplayer online game that is Nintendo's version of, like, Call of Duty or something, like, yeah. a shooter. But, way funner... Uh, basically, uh, <laughs> listen, man. No, I'm just like, there's got to be a better way to say that. That's not. <laughs> maybe I'm like not disagreeing maybe, with the, maybe, me- maybe with the message. Maybe something like m- m- way more fun. Or, no, or like even <laughs> way more fun. What makes it different way is the going better. into the ink and like that's like Madden- so much she's leading into. Yeah. Right now. you don't get as much like. It's not as rage-inducing. I, I mean, to like. tie to, yeah, I think to, so. to tie back from the beginning, I thought Nick was being a grammar Nazi. So, <laughs> oh, okay, no, Nick's a different type of Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> All that tattoo talk. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a feminazi. I, 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 I want to spoil it for you guys. Uh, but yeah, so um, I started that. Um, b- basically, it's so mainly you are a squid person. Right? A person Mm -hmm. who used to be a squid and can still turn into a squid. It's weird. You're a kid now, you're a squid now. Essentially, (laughs) that's that's all we need to know. Yeah, and you spray ink everywhere uh, with a gun uh, that sprays ink. And 
that's what and you, you try do. to so the main mode is instead of going for kills like it's um what is that called it's like search turf wars or whatever. it's death called match. Turf wars. seriously yeah, death match. <laughs> yeah yeah it's turf war so you're yeah trying so you to just cover... try to cover as much area as you can with with the ink um in the main campaign in splatoon 2 basically you are just this squid kid going through and defeating the octolings or the octarians which are the octopus people Mm-hmm. Um, and as, um, who was saying it? Were you saying the weird, um, uh, Super Mario Sunshine? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, strange level yeah it is kind of like that. Um, in the Octoling expansion, it's more like gimmicky challenges, and, um, you are a, an Octoling, so the octopus counterpart to the, the squidlings, the mm-hmm. inklings. And they're like an oppressed class. Yeah, they're an oppressed class, well, they live underground. I don't mean to get too real, like, they're evil though, right? I don't want to, I know, they, I know they, what that's why is. Yeah. listen, man. They got forced underground. It's a societal thing. For okay. real. That's why um, you gotta play this expansion, because I'm, I'm racist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so you you go through um, this subway system, and each stop is a new test zone. You have to complete all the tests to... So it's um, portal. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Really. Um, Yeah, Winston's in it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But instead of that, like, platformy stuff, it's like these weird gimmicky uh, levels. So there's, like, get the eight ball to the end. Or keep dodging attacks until the time runs out. Or defeat all the enemies before the time runs out. And, like, all this shit like that. And it's actually way harder than the main campaign. Yeah, that, all that um, stuff sounds really good. I love, like, the it, focus challenge kind yeah. of gameplays. I love, like, the Alfheims and Bayonetta and, like, the little challenge rooms and Devil May Cry and stuff like that. Where they're just like, hey, uh, you already know how to play the game. Now not, do one do really focused things. Now break the targets. Like mm-hmm. I, I love that sort of thing. Yeah, there there are some break the targets things within the Whoa. time limit, um, and it's it's actually pretty hard. But it takes what you you learned before in the uh, main campaign and just kind of puts you to the test. Um, with I've seen some dialogue and, too online. It seems very dude, the, funny. the dialogue like, is great. The main game is already hilarious, and they update it. You know, like almost weekly, like they add more dialogue in. Yeah. If it's especially if it's month, what is it? What is Splatfest? Month, yeah. Monthly or whatever. Splatfest. Yeah, I think it's. Is it monthly. I don't know. One weekend a month. Huh. I don't know, but they add all new dialogue for that, and it's just good comedic writing. Like it's yeah. not too dumbed down for kids or anything. It's just really funny. Yeah, it it's really supposed supposed to be sounding like it's from. Cool the teens. late nineties. Cool teens. Yeah, the the late nineties, early two thousands lingo. Mm-hmm. Everything is rad. Everything is radical, um, like totally awesome, shit like yeah, that. Totally tubular. Totally Anything tubular. else you want to add? Uh, yeah, I gotta play that. Yeah, not not too much. Um, I'm just having fun with it. Alright. So, what'd you do this week? Um, so I I wrote down a couple things that I might want to talk about, but I ended up I to follow up on a previous episode. I've been checking the submissions for the New Yorker comic that I went through because they let you go through all of them like and the rating and I can rate them so the rating system is not funny somewhat funny or funny those are your options and the the page loads super fast so in like five minutes I can look at like 50 shitty ass comics (laughs) (laughs) not funny not funny not funny funny. funny. oh that one's mine funny (laughs) (laughs) or or the blog I follow, Shitty New Yorker Captions. But um, it's been a, a trip. Because as we talked about last week, or what is this, two weeks ago now? Um, the, yeah. 
the comic was the man flying his dog in a kite park. Yep. And it's labeled kite park. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, at the time, I was like, this job is so easy. You just draw something that's not funny and then tell people to make up the joke for it. Yeah. But I think when we were talking about it and you guys off the cuff said your jokes for it, mm -hmm. it seems like there is a joke. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go into conspiracy theory that there is a joke. They, they drew a comic and then, and then they, removed the, the yeah, caption. Yeah, because in that one, I think you guys are right in that the, it's not a dog park, it's a kite park, and he brings his dog to the kite park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, but then all the submissions were about the dog shitting on somebody. Every, <laughs> at least eighty percent of the submissions were about the dog shitting on people. That's kind of sad. Not to me. even like I'm, I wish I was joking. I would see ten in a row. It's just like absurd. So it's this weird. It's been this weird exploration of like hive mindness for me. Like seeing. Well, it's like you're, yeah, I, I gotta imagine that most people enter in their caption without seeing anyone else's. Yeah, you can't see anyone. I mean, oh. actually, I mean, I guess I was the, you know, following a blog who posts their submission, I yeah. guess, you know what I mean? Or like a friend shows you that. It makes me sad, though, because I'm like, yeah, I think poop jokes are funny, but would I make a poop joke every time? <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Right. I'd probably put a little bit of effort into and it. I don't know, like, you say that. For me. That's true. <laughs> I say that. As, I nah, want I to, when you want to be unique, like, would you, if you were submitting that poop joke, say it was a, a grand slam of a poop joke. It was like the you, best poop you joke You got ever. the poop joke coming in, <laughs> hot off the lines. But you, when you submit it, the guy's like, oh, yeah, we just got 100 poop jokes. Would you be like, would you feel bad or would you still no. say yeah. No, I would still yeah. be, I'd be like, oh, well, damn, there's probably another good poop joke in here. Yeah. Probably. Probably so, <laughs> was. So I could literally, like, categorize, like, each, like, the top three submissions, and almost everyone was about those submissions. Like, it was insane. Like, I was also looking through the ones that were, like, so we talked about it on the show. The one that inspired me to enter this contest, the caption was, oh, damn, very tight. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. And uh, stupid as well. But I'm going to real quick look up what I thought was the same guy submitting the same thing because it was, uh, like, almost the exact same joke. And it's hard to find niche humor in these things. Because, like I said, it's all, like, the same exact shit. I did like the one that you shared that was the, uh, the knight within the mirror. Like, it was as if he was in a tuxedo shop, but he's inside of a suit of armor. And they were like, I suppose we could make it assless. We would just have to remove the ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> so someone's out there doing the Lord's work, you yeah. know, but not every time. The caption was like, oh shit, that's sick. And like seeing that on the New Yorker's yeah. website was very cool to see yeah. that some people are submitting dumb shit that. Yeah, and it just makes them laugh every time. time. They yeah. just put it in. Uh, it's so fun. So I entered this week's too, but maybe I'll talk about that next week. Okay. Um, we're going to take a brief break to uh, take all of our shirts off and try and nice. cool the room. Maybe get a couple of drinks. When we come back, uh, our lawyers are going to love us talking about Nathan for you. Don't nobody go nowhere. Don't nobody go nowhere. Let's go with some swears. The first performance actually went pretty well, but after our set, Elias expressed some reservations. Are you not confident in the lyrics? 
No bumper this week. We've got nothing. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. I'm not afraid to grab my balls. Yeah, I, I know. I think Mark Maron's solo episode is the whitest because that's a hundred percent white. That's yeah, you one guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is white. God, I can't keep this in. This sucks. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, please, please don't let people <laughs> So, Shady, do you want to give us a little bit of an intro for Nathan for you? You had the keys to the podcast city in this Central? episode. Sure. So. So, like, so as Nick said, the show that I uh, told these guys to watch was Nathan for You, and I I primarily heard it through other podcasts and like friends who told me to listen to it, and it's been gaining a little more uh, popularity recently because I know um, that YouTuber the Nerd Writer, like he does video essays and stuff. Mm-hmm. He had like a pretty big episode on um, Nathan for You. How is but, someone named the Nerd Writer more popular than a Comedy Central show? Because, yeah, he is. because his episodes are because he's five minutes long. Yeah, um, but he's yeah, yeah, really, able to get that. But, 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 yeah. but the point is, like Nathan for You has been like kind of um, slowly rising in popularity. And I don't know I if also, he was gonna like that. He was talked about how he had to take years off in between seasons to like so that people didn't know who he was. But that's um, also. And I do, I do, and I do want to say while we're at it, um, a big fuck you to the Emmys for not nominating Nathan for You for any award yeah. at all. That's and uh, granted, like Emmys and all that stuff is also are all just like massive cash grabs and stuff, uh, and then they mean nothing. But still, you know, fuck you, Emmys. Don't go on the Bottom three yeah. awards to receive. What do you uh, think? Like the Grammys, uh-huh. like number one. The awesome. Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> Closest person who I can say is probably like Nathan Fielder, which is maybe um, Sasha Shasha Baron Cohen. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, recently in the news, yeah. Recently. Who's like who's been on the news and stuff, but like, but Nathan Fielder to me is just far more interesting because he doesn't try to do the same thing like twice mm-hmm. and yeah. um and so like the it's reason why I bring this up is because there's a great AV Club interview that he does for that website where he talks about how um what he really tries to do especially with this show is try to get people out of their you know that comfort zone like he will try to make people um uncomfortable and then have people address like that, their like that awkwardness, and get out of it, and then he'll usually just run with it, with regards to whatever the topic of the episode is. And to me, that's what's always been interesting about the show, and that's why it's so like novel. That's why every episode just feels fresh, is because he doesn't try to, you know, dupe the same type of business twice. And everything he does, it might not be, it, it it's not mean spirited, but I will say that some of the stuff he might might do can be kind of mean. Mm, but it, yeah. but he never like intentionally tries to like rag on. The person he's helping, he never tries to like rag on the, um, like just who he he, he just never rags on that. He seems he, to only be mean to mean people. I think he's like yeah. he's he's mean to just like society. It, it, I, like, that's the sort work. of thing you brought up thing. with like Sasha Baron Cohen, and you know like we can make bore out my wife jokes all day, but like the, one of the things that that movie <laughs> did and is like <laughs> he's holding he's not so much making the jokes himself. He's like holding up a mirror to somebody and it's like so say the thing that you always say except now you think it's okay because I I'm giving you an opportunity to say it. Um, it's like I said don't worry it's okay we can be racist here he didn't say it so explicitly but because he's doing it then they're like oh yeah so I can just act how I always think but I don't say out loud because I, I think 
uh, oh, well, it's not okay to say it out loud, but I actually think it all the time. He's basically doing the, ah, come on, you're, you're with the guys. He's yeah. doing one of those. Yeah, but, it's but, like, but, yeah. are you Sasha Baron Cohen? You have to tell me if you're Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> but Nathan Fielder, to me, it's just like, I think just, like, while, while he is mean, he's yeah. never, like, intentionally trying to, like, you know, show you to be a dick yeah. or something. He and just, I like, also don't think Nathan Fielder is really a satirist. Like, Sasha Baron Cohen is trying to, like, say something about our society with what he's doing, and Nathan is like, no, I'm just gonna do something. But Nathan, I think he does, like, the way I thought it was, he's not really playing within the rules. The way I think about it is, like, he's trying to, like, show the, the truth and artificiality. Yeah. Um, and, but, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I just feel like, uh, one of the, one of the things that this reminds me of, like, is there's a story about, um, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's, there's a guy in hockey, and I know this is a sports thing, which is like, don't, God, oh, shut up right now. Yeah, get out. Um, there's a guy in there's hockey, hockey who three rules were created because of this guy, because of this one coach. And um, it's all because of he basically got them to airbutt it three times. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's, there's, not, there's nothing in the rules that says they can't do that. So the, the goalie can leave the goal. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but when you leave the goal... I want you to lay your stick down in front of the goal. That's so so he turns the goal around. Yeah. And I so this wall. guy got three rules created in hockey. I might, I might cut some of this because no do engine. This dumb I, yeah. shit. I but that's the kind of thing that Nathan Fielder basically exposes in some of these episodes. Yeah. It's like, oh, because there's nothing preventing me from doing this. It's the air butt of comedy. Yeah. yeah. There's a race car driver that used to do the same thing where he would like. He hid like nitrous tanks within like his roll cage or something uh -huh. ridiculous like that, uh -huh. and then nobody ever found out. And when they did, they were like, "You never told us we couldn't do that." <laughs> yeah. It was, you know. And they had to create so many different rules, and they kicked him out of so many leagues. <laughs> and then when he came back, he would always have something different. They were like, "Okay, the car has to be this exact car. Okay, mm -hmm. it's this car. You could do whatever you want to it, but it has to be this car and it has to have this horsepower." What he would do was then modify the chassis itself. He would like chop the top a few oh, inches, make shit. it more aerodynamic, move the engine further back, uh -huh. and then he, he would be beating everyone, and then people were like, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, well, you just said it had to be this car. You didn't say it's a stock car. No, literally, he's like, it's technically a stock car. These stories are all well and good, but if you out there are a person like that, I do not want to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, it that's takes forever. <laughs> so... Well, you so, never said I, I couldn't carry a hundred bats. So, so I guess just to like, you <laughs> I mean, know... You should be yeah. able to. So I'll give a synopsis of just what the the premise of the show is, which is basically, um, the way he describes it, he's this um, he's this guy who went to business school with really good grades. Really good grades. <laughs> really good grades. <laughs> really as really you see, as you see, a solid C+. He's this guy who just goes to different small businesses and gives them out-of-the-box um, ideas. And I say ideas like, you know, in quotes. Um, ideas on how they can improve it and usually the idea he gives is something really wacky and then he just sticks with it and goes on with it and it's funny because Nathan Fielder when he talks about like how he makes his his episodes and those bits it's usually like he'll he'll have one idea in mind but then when something like unexpected happens during the filming 
like him and his producers will just ride with it uh-huh. and that's what makes filming the show and like production like sometimes really hard because mm. like they don't know when something will stop mm. <laughs> but um that's essentially like the premise of the show and so the episodes I had you guys watch was um I have them right here you want to read them off yeah I, I mean but I just want to give like the, I, I didn't choose like some of the more like I think the only popular one I chose was Dump Starbucks because yeah. that's like the main big one and, but, well the anecdote I had heard about but yeah, maybe that's just one. because it was but huge. Th- I think there were three there were three times when Nathan for you actually yeah. legit went viral and mm-hmm. I only had you guys watch Dumb Starbucks just because I think there's other facets of the show that we can talk about mm-hmm. yeah. that doesn't necessarily have to be about how he can go viral but let's start with you know I guess the first episode which was um, the gas station slash caricature artist mm-hmm. uh, what did you guys think like how much would you guys go how, how, what would you guys do to get a rebate on a gas <laughs> is like my thing I wouldn't I wouldn't do I wouldn't drive five minutes for fifteen dollars. I'm that guy. Who'd I be like, you know, fuck this section. I I I do it. My time is I. The one thing that they keep bringing up on that episode is Nathan's always saying, "I can't believe these people have this much free time." Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, it's insane. It's like, yo, you free for the next uh, day? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm free. My my, <laughs> fa- my favorite thing about that episode is how like they will very comedically like show how much money they're doing this for. Yeah, yeah. It'll show somebody get upset, and then it's like. Sasha's rebate, fifteen sixty one. <laughs> 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 like, if you, listen, if you like, if you need that cash, like, go get that cash. But like, I do respect, like, the, especially those three people at the end who yeah, like went yeah. with them through a mountain and yeah. did all this stuff with them. Uh, yeah. I was like, respect all of you guys. So we just do a quick recap. Nick, do you want to say what that episode's about? I do. Um, sure. Yeah. So the gas station and caricature artist. The this was one, maybe my favorite episode. Probably the, the perfect one to start yeah, with. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, there's a small gas station that's struggling up against the giant corporations because he can't compete with the prices. So, Nathan's idea to help this business is to charge an absurdly low price for (laughs) the gas after rebate. And then make the rebate really difficult to get. Because... There's uh there's nothing in the rules yeah, that say the that the rebate has that. to be available right there and then or you know be easy to get to or even be accessible by car mm. or we'll, like, we'll, we'll talk more about this like in um, in later episodes that we discuss, but you know these loopholes that Nathan finds are always like integral to yeah, every yeah, single one of the thing, to yeah. every single one of the ideas he proposes. One of my favorite uh, episodes is one that you didn't um, assign to us, and that has my favorite loophole of all, which is the whole free TV thing. Oh yeah, where, yeah. <laughs> where it's like, yeah, you can get a free TV. It's in that room, and then the person goes into that room, and there's an alligator in there, and the <laughs> alligator's not gonna bite anyone, but. The people going into that room don't know. They're like, holy fuck, it's an alligator. Yeah. Like, go, go get your TV, yeah. motherfucker. There's yeah. an alligator in there. But it's the type of format where it really <laughs> asks, like... Ghost. It's the type of format where Nathan Fielder really asks, Dark, like, what, how Dark. far will people go to do something? Yeah. You mentioned him. Um, real yeah. quick, aside from Steve Irwin, um, the to get the rebate that they... To get the cheap price on the gas, they had to drive an hour and a half to a mountain in California, yes. hike up the mountain, which was another hour and a half, and then supposedly the box to turn in the form to get the rebate was there. But in the fine print of the contract they signed, you have to answer riddles and possibly stay overnight to get the rebate. Yeah, so, more. 
potentially then, multiple days. As as I would do, the same as Nathan, I would be like, no one will do this. Yeah, like, yeah. No one will do it. But, like, seven people, was it? Yeah, no, it was, seven, seven, like, was, it was like a handful, a handful of people join him on the ride, yes. and then more people start dropping out, and then at the end of the day, after he, like, like there's still three people left who, like, will actually does yeah. some riddles later. And cool. so it's not even like, okay, drive to the mountain yourself and go, you know, put it in the box. It's like, okay, we have a shuttle to the mountain, and you guys all have to wait here, and then we'll leave all together at once and hike up together, and this camera crew here, and, like... I just can't believe it. I get that some people would do it maybe for the spectacle. Like, obviously they know they're going to be on TV. That's something that turns out uh, later is that the people on this episode are people who just needed that kind of experience mm-hmm. at that time. It was like, yeah, I'm looking for anything that will take me away from That's this also right that's now. also another integral part of the show is not and not just like human connection, but like also the character like, and I say this, like, with air quotes, but the character that Nathan Fielder plays on the show oh, yeah, is also really defined by his so- social awkwardness. Mm-hmm. And, some the, and like, that's not, one of the things that this per- that Nathan exploits on the show is some people's willingness to go along with literally anything. Yep. So, my, my thing about a lot of the show is, like, half the time, or most of the time, I can't tell if people are acting or not acting. Yeah, what no, that, that, no, that actors. is that. No, that is the beauty of the show, though. Like, yeah. and especially and Nathan is the big one for that because, like, I don't know wait, how to tell whether you're comfortable acting. or not. And no, and well, I was talking about that YouTuber, the nerd writer, and I don't want to like give him a plug and stuff, but like one thing he does, <laughs> yeah, like, fuck talk. That guy. Yeah, one no, thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on, just name He's kind of lame. <laughs> one thing, one thing, one thing he does like talk about pretty well is this like. There's usually three people in like a typical Nathan Fielder skit. There's the um, there's the person you know with the who's getting the idea thrown at them. There's mm-hmm. the audience who's watching it, knowing that the idea is just a funny joke. Mm-hmm. And there's and then there's Nathan Fielder himself. Mm-hmm. And so at first you initially and at first you and Nathan Fielder are on are on the same side where you're like, oh, we know this is a joke. But then towards like an end of the towards the end of an episode, you're starting to wonder like, wait, what exactly is the joke? And only Nathan <laughs> yeah. Fielder is the one who's like yeah. really orchestrating yeah. the whole thing. It's He's the like best playing here. It works too. And, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, like but the that's scheme the, works. I mean. No, but Seb brought up like a phenomenal point, which is like the show does that intentionally. Like it really tries to like make you really question like what is real and what's not real, and. Yeah, if you want to talk more about that specific element in that episode, you can. But I just thought, you know, that's something I'm really happy yeah. you're part of. It's it's not just that episode. It it's all the episodes. Like for some of the like at first when I first started watching, I was like, oh yeah, he's trying to help this guy. Okay, this is you know whatever. <laughs> Wait, why is this guy going along with it? You know, he he must have known. He knew he was signing up for a TV show mm-hmm. on Comedy Central, yeah, right? Yeah, the thing is, yeah, it's that's not, I thought about a lot. when you say, I'm going to help you with your small business and this is the TV show, there are a hundred TV shows that are like yeah, that, yeah. so you don't yeah. necessarily think... I wonder if they to... say they're on Comedy Central, though. I wonder if they don't have to. Probably yeah, don't. I don't think they, they have to. To be honest with you, I don't want to know, though. You just, you just make them sign an NDA. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, that's it. I don't, I don't want to know, though, exactly, because I think that's, like, part of fun. Yeah. Um, you well, know, I feel like the, these people are the kind of people who would do that no matter what. Yeah, network. maybe, maybe yeah. they've the never even someone. watched Comedy Central. Yeah. yeah. Like, why would Plus, they? That was As one a of business things. owner, it's good just it's to get any type of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, true. I bet people flood that gas station and that 
I bet people still go to that bar and smokers allowed. Mm-hmm. What, what do you guys yeah. think? What do you guys think about that ending of the gas station when they were talking about um, like uh, the peeing? Uh, how long? Drinking the peeing. Oh, the the That's where the show like shines. I yeah. saw that clip on Tumblr. That, and I was, that like, was not real. You drank I, I literally you drank was like Larry Sun's pee. That's real. I no, thought that, that it was all real. cut up until he said yes, yes. You drink little boy's pee. Like he actually said yeah. it, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? I was like, no, that can't be real. I think throughout this, you know, this talk, this episode that we're recording, like, I will be talking about, like, other episodes that you guys haven't oh, seen, yeah. just yes. to talk about how absurd it can get, yeah. but there is another episode of Nathan For You, where he, like, helps the ghost realtor, he helps, like, a realtor, um, sell houses to people who believe in ghosts, uh-huh. but the realtor herself believes in, like, ghosts and stuff, mm-hmm. and so in the episode, there is a scene where, like, she's getting an exorcism done on her, and so once again, this goes back to what I'm saying, is, like, like, the line of what is real and what's not real is constantly toyed with on this show, and that's just something I love so much about, mm-hmm. you know, just Nathan for you in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, do you guys drink your own pee or something when, uh, to replenish your life? Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you want to live forever. Yeah. yeah. I'm drink not like... even gonna joke, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's for health. You it's drink, for health, yeah. Drink, I, mean, I, I know you like, can. People so can do that. Leona Machida used to. Before like, we get on a giant like tangent yeah. about this, I want to say that the thing that made me laugh the most about this, about the that episode, is at first Nathan says, "I'm going to make the perfect rebate, the rebate that no yeah. one claims because this isn't about the gas station." <laughs> and then <laughs> at the very end, he turns in a rebate yeah, he that he it. had yeah. for $16 or something like that. So, so he ruins his own plan and it's also like a dick move the to be- this Yeah, guy. the best part is like, alright, let's open it up and it's, oh, there's one. And he's yeah, like, yeah, one. that's pretty good, right? Only <laughs> <laughs> one. Like so he's was... making eye contact the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like he shot this entire TV show just to get That's the kind of way that it makes me feel when they showed the gas prices out there and they were like 425 and I was like, yeah. what? Real like, LA. Yeah. Hopefully it'll break off into the ocean and we can yeah. start over or something. I'm not willing to lose those voters. Please don't break <laughs> off. So, so, so that was the uh, gas station episode and then I guess the other skit in that episode was caricature artist, oh, which yeah, yeah, honestly is it's, it's, it's more of a traditional. Yeah, um, that one makes me pretty uncomfortable. I was good. Yeah, It's funny though because I actually thought the caricature artist, you know, bit like that's actually not a bad business idea. Like, that's if, yeah, it's yeah. a good pitch, I think. It, it really is. You know, yeah, I like drawing people. Like, I'll draw my friends oh. or whatever. Oh. No. Mister Popo, based off of yeah, based off the episode, and you're like, it's a good bit. I like drawing people. I was like, oh, don't tell me you draw like Raiden yeah, hats on actually, people. Yeah, actually, whenever I draw you, George, you're, oh. you're like literally the color black, and your your lips are all you know. You're Mister Popo. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, I, like, I like drawing my friends, like, humorously, or, you know, they'll be... Looking at a hummingbird being like, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, or, um, so you know, I'll, I'll do them, like, uh, doing draw something. Draw their dead relatives up in heaven, saying, <laughs> that, that guy so sucks. <laughs> okay, wait, let's finish this. Yeah. One uh, sentence. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just draw them saying you're doing something they typically do, but, like, in, like a little bit exaggerated. Yeah, like, like, like Nick saying the N-word, or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, um, Alex, Christ. Alex, I've drawn, and he's like always doing like, like yeah, 
and then he'll yeah. say something completely contradictory or ironic. Yeah, I'll say something incredibly racist. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. Uh, but, okay, um, but to talk about yeah. the rest of this this um, section, like it's the the pitch is one thing, and you're like, okay, so he's a caricature artist. He's struggling. He's very good. I like yeah. you know he does good caricatures, but. Um, so Nathan's idea is to make the caricatures really mean and like, but you know, you don't know, you've already bought it technically. So it's like a, and caricatures are already mean. So it's just, yeah. you know, you know what you're getting, but, um, it one, I'd say maybe two drawings in, you find out that this guy's a racist. Like, <laughs> no, I feel like he's you, you, you actually, you figure it out quickly so. when he's talking to Nathan about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I could draw him with, like, big buck but, teeth and a he, camera, he, and then he? you're like, oh, hey, whoa, whoa, even Nathan's no, a little I, bit like, I feel like hey, he was whoa, a really little bit too joke. far. I don't think so. I no, think, no, I, think I don't think is. he is a racist, even though I just said that. I think he doesn't know that that, he just think that's he knows yeah, exactly, exactly, that that's yeah. not like you know deeply seated in yeah, like yeah. you're calling this entire mm. culture yeah. blank yeah, and yeah. he keeps saying you know with asian teeth or something yeah, like yeah. he yeah. says no he, oh, said, he kept buck saying teeth. buck teeth yeah buck teeth but he when what the part i'm thinking of is on every character caricature of an asian person he <laughs> writes he writes fake Chinese and then yeah. writes my name in Asian. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I think it's it's a it's an ignorance thing. Yeah. And he's probably a little bit insensitive, but he doesn't know how bad it's it is that yeah. what he's doing. All of the jokes are very low effort and crass, but the thing is for a character. The very last joke with uh, where he does a character uh, of drawing of Nathan, and he draws Nathan, and he looks all goofy. But the top left is Nathan's grandfather <laughs> with a small penis <laughs> and the heaven. hummingbird. And, oh, and he's saying, "I'm very disappointed in you, Nathan." Yeah. And the hummingbird looks at his grandfather's penis. He goes, "Yikes, that's small," or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And Nathan, his reaction to it is like, "That was in very poor taste. I'm upset that you decided to yeah. end this." Like I think, that. I think it goes back to what Nick was saying, though. Where it's like, you know, like he won't follow through with the business idea he proposes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it you be, be really mean, but don't be mean to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so he's, funny though. It's... He's like, I'm going to set you on this path and not commit to it myself, and I'm yeah. going to see how far you commit. Do to this there. to other people. Yeah, <laughs> they're not me. Um. So, do you want to have uh, Sab introduce the next one so that we all get to introduce Absolutely, absolutely, episodes? yeah. I'm not sure if I saw them in the order. Smokers Allowed. Let's talk Smokers Allowed. Smokers Allowed. Smokers Allowed was yeah. where I really started to be like, wait, is this real? Is this not real? Because the, the first episode, I started thinking it was real, and then by the end, I was like, this is not real. Yeah. Because, like, then, what five-year-old would make somebody drink their pee unless they were, say, like, a dog or something? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Please. Podcast canceled. I appreciate Snuck you giving me in. lots of cuts. So, uh, <laughs> doesn't go, doesn't go really over an hour and 30. I really, I really, okay, right, no, but I really, I really, really love that, um, uh, that I love you scene he does with yeah. one of the actors. Oh my So so basically in Spoke is Allowed he goes to help a woman who runs a bar and she feels like her business has really been tanking ever since um, there were laws made where, you know, people can't smoke in public places, you can't have people allowed to smoke in your bar. Um, so he tries to find a loophole uh, so that 
he so that she can have smokers in her bar. So he, he finds like a, a law where it allows it in theater if smoking is like an integral part of a character or a, a theater act they can smoke in that public place. Mm -hmm. So he says he's gonna turn the whole bar into a play. So um, so they put like some some like theater chairs in, invite people in to watch the people in the bar under the guise that this is a play. And then everybody in the bar is just allowed to do whatever the fuck they want and just smoke. <laughs> and yeah, there's and a small the sign on the door that says, by entering this bar, you agreed to be part of this play. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was that. And and I was, like, kind of convinced by the, by the women, the first two women who watched the play, who were just like, man, I really liked it. It was really slice of life and, you know, just the mundane things they were doing. Mm -hmm. It just, like, you know, really made you think about the little things in life. Mm -hmm. um, and then as... I've heard Alex say yeah. those exact words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe this. To bring up an earlier point, that's one point where I was like, okay, th it's the same thing as with, okay, now drive to a mountain with me an hour and a half away mm -hmm. and hike up the mountain and then stay there overnight. Where it's yeah. like, how did... Would you go to a play that someone advertised to you that same day like someone was like, "Come to this play." Would you? Would you go to it? Uh, I mean, like, no, like, it was mainly it was the family yeah. members, the or or wait, wait the, the actual time. play. Oh, the first time. Yeah. But, can't, like, how much? How many hours of footage do you think Nathan Fielder films like for an, for one Under. bit? And That's then a good point. And then like, yeah. how much do you think he has to actually cut out before he can get like a decent like episode like that? You know. That's mm -hmm. something I didn't think of. It does the way they cut it makes it seem like it's all like two days. I yeah, also I mean, think yeah. that the way he advertised the, the bar the first time, he just said that you can smoke there. Because remember, he was yeah, one person was talking. Coming. I mean the audience only. Like, oh, the audience is just the those two, two people. Person, not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, they were just he just probably told them like oh just to make it legit. But imagine sure. like they went yeah he yeah. went went to the theater district and got two people who are interested in a, a hip new play. No, but he probably uh, asked, like, what, 20 people, let's say, and then yeah. two people out of those 20, like, 10%, like, actually said, okay, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I also right, think it yeah. does genuinely just, have some artistic value, because who doesn't like people watching? That's, that's like, true. a fun-ass yeah. yeah. But they didn't know they were people watching. They that's thought true. they were going to well, a play. Yeah, and that's, that's something with that. So, um, I'm not saying it's fake or anything. Yeah. I'm just, I'm amazed that people would yeah. go to something That, like that. That's yeah. what made it real to me. It's yeah. like, like, I don't, like, obviously, the artifice of the show is anything that Nathan is doing is the artifice. Mm -hmm. I think he's just sort of giving people a playground to act silly in, and they will do it all. They will do all the work themselves, and that's part of the yeah. point of the show. I could be wrong about that, and it could all be fucking scripted or whatever, but I, which, I don't which think... Makes it, which makes it that much greater, in my yeah. opinion, if it is all scripted. Yeah. yeah. In my mind, I feel like it would be much more work to script this show Absolutely. than to let yeah. people do it themselves. So, I... Like, I'm, I'm split over whether it's real, whether it's completely, like, absolutely scripted and fake, or whether it's, like, a bunch of improv people, which I feel like... No, because if there were a bunch of improv people on, they would get better people. <laughs> and they would get famous, and then you'd know those people yeah. most of the time. I think it's real because if it wasn't real, then Nathan Fielder would be one of the best actors of all time. It is so funny. I mean, I think he still is. I still think he is. <laughs> yeah. he is. No, but his his sense of deadpan is just phenomenal. It's so incredible. He's Ooh. able to portray the emotion of uncomfortable better than anyone that I've ever seen. Dude, yeah. and, and Srini was mentioning earlier when we were out to dinner, but like the his talk show appearances are insane. Like 
him just walking out on the stage. It's like, who let this guy be famous? <laughs> he doesn't even know how to walk. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's the most awkward person, like, uh, so imaginable. And Speaking me, of which, yeah. oh, sorry. Oh, I was just, no, I mean, I was just gonna like go back to the episode and talk about how I just thought one of the, one, one of my favorite scenes in the entire show is the whole I love you scene he does with one of the actors. But I think I'm going ahead because I think you want to like continue. Oh no, I mean, we can keep talking about this episode before. But no, but like, to continue with the synopsis of the episode, which is essentially like, after he decides that this uh, yeah. play that he put on was a success. It's an accidental <laughs> the two people, hit. It was an accidental hit, like, you know, he decides to actually make it a real play, right? It yeah. would make more so, money as a play than as a bar where people So he yeah. decides to go about it in the most backwards way possible yeah. and recreating the exact scenario. Yeah, because the scenario is what was good. The yeah. two lady liked the play. We must do that play again exactly. Yes, exactly. And so painstakingly as yeah. smokers allowed. He yeah. called auditions for people who look like the patrons of the bar. There's a script. There is um, choreography. There's yeah, they have to blocking. exactly mimic as close as possible everything and that I believe it's another in hour two hours on oh, yeah, one hour. night. Yeah, yeah. I think it goes yeah. yeah. But it's it's insane. So um, do you want to do it or do you mind if I keep you, going? You can go. I'll finish it out. I'll try and be as, as quick as I can. But uh, what? No, 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 go. Can I, can oh, wait, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then he, uh, he puts on, he holds auditions, he cuts the, uh, bartender, who is the only person who was in on it the first time, he <laughs> recasts her as a yeah. new person, who frankly was a better actress than the, the bartender, <laughs> yeah. because she wasn't an actress. She was nice. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so they reshoot the thing, they, he adds four more seats. Like, he has a pitiful amount of seats. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone who shows up is part of the family, but when he's doing the auditions, is this the part you were, you were talking about, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, part? I, 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 I know I kept on, like, jumping towards it, but, like, it is such an amazing scene, and well, I can't talk about it, because I don't want to keep on, like, bringing it up, like, each time I say okay, it. Okay, so, um, there's a moment which he considers the the two-part climax to yeah. the, the play, the epitome of the play, yeah. the part that holds it all together and makes it a sellable artistic piece, where there's a couple sitting in the front of the bar, and three people at the bar taking a selfie at the same time. Yeah. They, the couple exchanges a kiss as the people take a selfie. And I that's, think and that's after the guy shows off his skateboard. Oh, that's <laughs> my favorite part. I don't even want to talk about that. That's the whole thing. Why does he have a skateboard with no deck, no, no <laughs> trucks or wheels on it, and he's showing off how flexible it is? Yeah. Why does he have that? Anyway, <laughs> his knee. That's, that's the kind of thing, though, that if you were at that bar, you would be you would come home and complain about that to us. Oh, because yeah. that's like a real person thing to, to notice. You'd be like, hey, what the fuck's up with that guy who's showing off his skateboard with no this. trucks and no nothing? And this guy is just a weird asshole that just happened to be around me. And so that is something that you would remember forever. And that's the kind of yeah. thing that Nathan picks up on is this is extremely important to my yeah. play of and this he's right. That is the yeah. most exciting part of the night is that three-part three, three part climax. So yeah. when he's holding the auditions, he wants to find someone who can convincingly say, I love you to the person they're on the date with, and then they exchange a kiss. So when he's holding the auditions, and he does this in another episode, the... Um, I think it's the last one where he, he just oh the dumb Starbucks. Oh yeah, he just puts that, yeah. them in the most awkward situation yeah. possible. But 
and inserts himself into it and yeah. takes out someone else. So she's supposed to be saying I love you to the other actor, but he says um, that she, he's not receiving it right, so he takes over the role so that she has to say I love you convincingly to him. For like and they sit across times. from each other and just she makes him say it over and over I mean he makes, he her. makes her say it yeah. over and over and over again it's hilarious because then it as you were saying earlier the character of Nathan comes out it's like oh this guy is has no social contact like this character has no one who's saying I love you to him and, has, and so he's using this show as a way to like get yeah. that out of people he even like tears up yeah. Yeah. but, but the, the cool thing is that her I love you becomes more convincing yeah. over time so it like actually worked yeah and um, it, uh, it, going back to our ASMR episode it works yeah. if, if I had a podcast that I could listen to it was just someone saying I love you into my ears for 20 minutes sure sure. Yeah, it's like it's weird because this is, completely artificial, works. this is a completely artificial this is a completely artificial thing yeah. to, to make to recreate a moment that happened that was like a casual moment of intimacy but it's recreated in such a way that it's labored and unnecessary and then so I'm watching it and I'm getting kind of emotional watching this cardboard cutout emote to somebody getting better and better at saying the words I love you to them. <laughs> and that's part of the magic of Nathan for you is those little moments like that where it's like, is the machine breaking down or is this its, it's purpose from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, um, yeah. No, like that's also yeah, it. Like exactly. it shows like the truth and artificiality yeah. and it, for lack of, like that's not a good way to put it, but yeah. No, Ken, do you want to introduce the next episode? Because we got to do this. The, I did one, didn't I? Well, I was going to have Alex. Yeah, yeah I was going to have Alex. Uh, yeah, the, the anecdote. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, I love this one. <laughs> so this episode um, has uh, Nathan preparing to appear on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Um, <laughs> Ever heard of it? And so uh, <laughs> going back to what Cam mentioned, um, he has notoriously terrible talk show appearances. Mm-hmm. And so he says, this time, you know, we're promoting season four or whatever. We yeah. have to make sure this is a good talk show appearance. So he aims to construct the perfect talk show anecdote. Which um, is great because he could just make it up, which he does. Yes. But that's not enough. You yes. can't be like Brian so, Williams, man. Yeah. So, so he decides <laughs> to do some research on the most common uh, funny things that people on talk shows talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, so he said that, that there's almost always uh, a run with the cops. Uh, a wedding, a, uh, a funny picture, yeah. um, and maybe something else, but I think that's it. it. Uh, so he decides to combine all of them into one very fake, Super very convoluted anecdote. story. <laughs> the best anecdote possible. Um, yeah, and instead of just telling this story, he decides to spend a lot of money to make sure that it actually happened to him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be authentic. Yes. Otherwise, it's not... Allowed. Well, yes. What he, as Trini mentioned, what he he fears is who was it? Trini? Brian Williams. Yeah. Brian <laughs> Williams right. tells a fake talk show story, and it, it becomes yeah, exposed. There were RPGs and, fired at his helicopter. No, they didn't. That was fired. He was hit. <laughs> he was yeah, hit by hit RPGs in a helicopter. He's fine. I so misspoke. Yeah, so I was, he needs I to. Uh, I wasn't murdered. So he needs to get invited to a wedding, uh, swap uh, 
swapped luggage with someone at the um, at the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, find a suspicious bag in their in their jacket. Oh, get comically over oversized. Oh, yeah, oversized suit <laughs> because uh, of a fake luggage mix. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and get pulled over by the police, uh, and then have the big reveal at the end be that this white white powder in the plastic bag was his mother's ashes. Not his mother's the the person. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yes. yes. The luggage makes up person's ashes. So I have written in my notes that this spirals out of control at eight minutes into the episode. Because <laughs> you, okay, you're like, oh, cool, that makes sense. And then he's like, I have to make it real. And I'm like, okay, maybe as a wedding coming up. You just, you know, not every, surely not everything has to be real. It's like, I he, again, holds auditions to find the, the oversized suit. And the guy with the uh, oversized suit and the mother's list. ashes. Yeah, one, he has to have both. Couldn't like, just get the ashes from somewhere else. <laughs> no. And no, that would break the illusion. Everything to be has to be mother's one of the One of the unspoken characters on the show is Craigslist. The amount yeah. of people uh, yeah. he gets off Craigslist yeah. to do the crazy dude, shit. LA ever. Craigslist must be fucking insane. Dude, I'm scared of yeah, where we live. <laughs> that first dude was so down to get he uh, he brought his I mother's was, and his father's in a parking yeah, lot yeah. over a over a used Xbox from Craigslist. Yeah. So like there was, this is in like this safe white middle class Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So that's where we live, by That's name right now. Look it up. Safe white middle class. This is like another episode where like he hires Old someone off Craigslist to like throw a burner phone for him into the ocean. Oh, and, like, nice. So like, like I said, like fucking jails. The people, the people I do that. The people he finds off Craigslist <laughs> is just phenomenal. But um, uh, I like which uh, George's point though. There's one dude with. Um, with his mother's, his mother's and his father's <laughs> ashes. He's like, yeah, I didn't know it needed to be my, specifically my mother's. No. So I brought both my parents' ashes yeah. Yeah. for this audition. The thing that got me about the, the entire episode itself was he's pulling a Nathan for you for himself. Yeah. He's, he's improving uh, his Nathan own talk for Nathan. No, yeah. literally. He's improving his own talk show appearances. Uh, yeah. I, so I do think that this is And really, he's along really for the funny. ride with himself yeah. on this one because he... And he has oh no God. one to play the prank yeah. on. It's on him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, except for the people whose wedding it is. That that's <laughs> Oh my God. That was the uh, oh, I don't right. know. Every episode is the most awkward. So, um so to wrap it all up, uh, Nathan ends up going on the show. Um, and right before he's about to go on the show, he realizes that, oh, this other celebrity who I don't remember, Kristen Durst, um, yeah, uh, she, she's telling her anecdote and, oh no, it's very similar to his. Yeah. It has a wedding, a run-in, or no, drugs. A a run-in with the cops for something that was mistaken for drugs. Yes. Um... And so he's he's very concerned. He's got to think up a new anecdote. But mm-hmm. by the time he notices, he's already out on stage. Yeah. And as he begins telling his story, he realizes, oh, all these stories are the same. <laughs> <laughs> People just want to hear the same thing again. Uh-huh. This goes to the thing like he so has a good. he made a formula, and then and this formula is supposed to show how something is fake. But then the formula proves it's a real formula that shows how you can make yeah. something fake, which is the this so an- anecdote. Yeah. But it wasn't fake. Yeah, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's real to that. The exception yeah. proves the rule. The best, I, I do, and we'll move on to the next episode, but I just want to quickly recap this episode, I mean, end this episode by saying that um, this is when he was on Kimmel. Nathan Fielder does the exact same thing on an on interview with Seth Meyers, where he goes on uh, Seth Meyers' show, and he says, yeah, I made up the story with Jimmy Kimmel. And then at the last three minutes of that Seth Meyers' interview, Nathan will be like, hey, Seth, um, so can I tell the story again? 
And Seth is like, you mean the exact same story that you just told the audience now? He's like, yeah, yeah, I need to make money off this episode, off this skit. And so he says the exact same, like, he oh spent six God. minutes talking about how we made that, how we made that bit, and then he spends another three minutes explaining the exact same bit verbatim yeah, on Seth's show. So that's something that I love. It's the kind of thing that he's forcing another, and like, granted, I'm sure Seth Meyers is going along with it, but like, uh, He's roping someone else into something that he definitely has one hundred percent control shows, over. He can't. If you're on the talk show and they say your guest says, "Can I tell this story?" You're not going to say no. Yeah. Like even though it's they edit those yeah. and it's not entirely live, it's live for the audience that's there. So you're not going to make it a bad show for them by saying like. No, you can't tell the story. It won't I think go we over don't. Well. I don't think we have the time or something. That's like that. the only thing you can do. Is like, no, please, we have to move on. Like, yeah. that's all you can do. Uh, you want to have George introduce the next one? Uh, yeah, wait, I got a couple last. Yeah, few, like two this, things to say about this the end. This is a very good episode. This is, this it, is an incredible episode. episode. This it's, is one of the ones that went viral. I think along with Dumb yeah. Starbucks, I heard about it outside of the show and outside of from friends. Yeah, but, this, um, this was the one of the ones where it's like, this is. This is not just like a dumb comedy skit. This is like exposing exposing a loophole in society. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he shows he shows like the art, like he shows like um, celebrity culture and how it like falls. Like, yeah, and especially yeah, what yeah. we see on like talk shows. And I don't think that's bad per se. Like if well, you're yeah, watching a talk show, that's, I want to you want to hear a funny story. Bruce, I wanna, so the last two things I wanted to mention is I wrote down and I predicted George would hate this episode. This episode, yeah, or at the least episode? the premise, yeah. Oh, okay, the that... premise I would think is fucking dumb. Well, not yeah. the premise, but <laughs> oh. the the effort he goes through to make it. Because the thing that broke me with this episode is like, okay, he has this awkward thing with the audition. He needs an he needs a suit. He needs someone's ashes, but they yeah. don't have to be dead. <laughs> but um, they're just her ashes. Yeah, She's not they dead. are. Yeah. I love the loopholes of it, but. <laughs> The thing that broke me with this episode was, it relates back to the free time thing, is he takes a flight. So the wedding he forces himself on to get invited to, no one he knows, strangers he gets invited to the wedding, Mm -hmm. is 45 minutes away from him. So he could just drive to it. But that eliminates the luggage problem. Yeah. He can't drive to So he has to take a plane. He has to fly. And I'm like, oh, he's going to spend a bunch of money and just fly 45 minutes away. No, no, he flies to another place that the return flight is on the same night and flies back to the same airport. And that that was what killed me with that episode. And I just wanted to mention that. It was and you predicted George would hate it because... I thought the, the weird... Yeah, the <laughs> frustrating. It, it was a very it frustrating is. episode, but the thing is it paid off for me because then I got to see it all... Happened, but getting yeah. to see him at was, the wedding is this like kind of horrible payoff. At the I know end. it's like, very that good. That felt the most um, like a little bit scripted kind of to yeah. me because it wasn't that awkward that someone was there in an oversized suit like right. David Byrne staring like, from yeah. behind a tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I was waiting was for that David on? Byrne thing. Yeah, right. they were gonna do in the show. I think it must be like hack. Everybody knows that yeah. joke, so I must they must not want. This do is that. not my mother's ashes. I did end up. <laughs> <laughs> I did like this is not my beautiful talk show <laughs> um, but anyone What's going listening on? who's not in the room right now should definitely watch the interview um, before they watch the episode yeah I think it's better to do it that way because the way he tells the story is so natural and the audience fucking loves it mm-hmm. and like they hit every note that he wants to mm-hmm. and it, it's just excellent it comes off really natural mm-hmm. 
Georgia, Nathan Fielder cars. could sell me a TV in front of an alligator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yo. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, yeah. uh, the next episode is Dumb Starbucks. In this, mm. as many of you probably have seen on the news a couple years ago, was a real thing. This was huge. It was giant. There was a bunch of people actually going to Dumb Starbucks. Because America loves... Jokes? I don't it's, know. It's, it's it was funny. I would have gone. I would have gone too. <laughs> yeah. But um, essentially, it starts off with Nathan Fielder wanting to actually help out a small coffee store. <laughs> and this guy, the original store owner, he's like what you would anticipate a coffee shop, like a barista to be. He's mm-hmm. very, there's like, oh, my coffee shop has no menu. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, very... You grow to hate that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like him. I didn't like him. At first, like, I felt bad for him. He was so, but... like, he could not be in the episode. Like, after after minute five, it's like, the episode has moved beyond this asshole. <laughs> I honestly think that's how come... And so spoilers. does Nathan. Yeah, so does yeah. Spoilers, Nathan drops him, like, halfway through. I love that he through. says, like, oh, I can tell my idea was too big for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, we need to move on from this. He gets the lawyer. So what's the premise of the episode? Premise of the episode is this starts off where Nathan's just trying to help out a small coffee shop, ends up realizing, hey, we could just we could just make this dumb Starbucks. We'll make your coffee shop dumb Starbucks under parody and law. Under parody law and people will come to it. And we have this, to so this is one of the ones that shows parody artists. Yeah. Wait you finish. Yeah, yeah, we have to be parody artists so then it looks legit, you know? So then they go to like open mics and they sing parody songs that yeah. they wrote, and it's every single one is amazing. <laughs> uh, what were so, those? Do you, do you have them written down in your notes? I can't get no oh. erection. <laughs> <laughs> So it this is this it's is also not like to the to the I can't get no satisfaction. It's I can't get no <laughs> erection. But it's great because like this is another episode where it's very hard to tell whether or not Nathan Fielder is playing a character or he's being himself. I respect him so much for being able to humiliate himself like that yeah. every episode. <laughs> it's Im- immaculate. What he was doing was bombing. And yeah, he was just yeah. doing I mean, I I don't know. If I'm going to be George in Melee right now. I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I go to open mics. And <laughs> I've seen this in real life. I've seen someone do a uh, I can't a get no parody. Yeah, almost. Huh. Very close. Oh they God. did Weird Al So that guy, shows. I went to uh, one did of the They parodied Weird Al, who also no, does no, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did Weird Al. So what ends up happening after that, they do... Nathan ends up splitting ways with the coffee shop owner because the coffee shop owner... He's not really jiving with it. And, um... They well, end because up... he has to build a coffee shop. Yeah. What, yeah. what it comes to is Nathan has to start an art exhibit. Like, not even, like... He doesn't half-ass it at all. Like, he... He well, has, like, a an art... With, he yeah. has, like, an opening. There, okay, yeah. some of it's half-assed, like, uh... Woodfellas is half oh, oh, The yeah. jokes are half-assed. The but jokes are very half my, my, One of my favorite parts about this episode, and it pops up a couple times, um is when he's doing the art exhibit uh, and you know they have all the parodies and it's it's Tank of America and this guy's like wow you know that that really says a lot yeah. and he says well no actually tanks are very secure so are banks <laughs> <laughs> so on the nose and the guy's response is like Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced that he just thought of that on the spot. Like, yeah, he was just so too. messing with the dude so hard. Well, but but uh, another like, great I, thing about that it, was when the guy in the art gallery, one guy had the exact same reaction that the audience has while they're watching the show. 
he literally looks at a piece of art, stares at it for a while, and he goes, I I actually like that one. And that's what everyone's doing when they're watching a show. They're like, oh, this is a stupid idea. And then he does it, and you're like, that's actually, actually fucking funny. That's really good. Yeah. The, uh, that was my reaction during the entirety of Smokers Aloud, was like, uh... Uh, okay, this is obviously stupid, and he's just doing it for the end goal of allowing people to smoke in the bar. And then it's like, no, we're turning this into a real production. No, I want you to be more convincing when you say I love you. And I'm like, why is this emotional? This shouldn't be emotional. <laughs> this is all artificial. There's nothing real about this scene. But, but yeah, it's fucking Airbud. It it so that's something. Scenes. Another thing that I want to say. Holy shit! Shout out to Nathan's lawyer in oh, this okay. episode. Yeah, in this episode. So you get to see something that I imagine has to happen every single episode for him, but is the most pronounced in this one. You get to see, they bring the camera into the office where Nathan has his lawyer sign the documents for the parody law shit that he has to do. And, and on that document it says that if they get sued, the lawyer is responsible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the lawyer is like, no, no, I don't agree with that at all. And then he's like, well, you, you signed it. You and then he's it. like, yeah. no, I did not. And then they show him <laughs> signing, signing it, it. Hey, under his breath. He says, "Look what? at me signing shit I haven't read." He said, yeah. "What kind of lawyer am I signing this shit I haven't what's, read?" Wait, what's absolutely bizarre is that the lawyer comes back later in the episode, so that indicates yeah, that, that everything, they don't break the, ties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got tricked. So they right. make the dumb Starbucks exhibit, it, which is uh, out of he. He's like, "Oh hey, this coffee right, shop thanks, under parody <laughs> law." Under parody law if we just put dumb in front of everything, that technically qualifies as parody. So we can just do exactly the same thing that every Starbucks does, just putting dumb in front of it, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. George, something's going to throw it back to you. <laughs> and it gets fucking huge. Yes. It is makes national news. There are people, there are literally people making fake merchandise and making so much money off of it. I selling love it that from he gets like a days doing too. his scam. It's like, so... Funny that he gets scammed doing his own doing his own scam. Do you want to talk a little bit about that scam? Uh, what? The the scam that he gets goes under doing his own scam with the merchandise stuff. Oh or? yeah, people are selling fake. People are printing their own dumb Starbucks merchandise and selling it outside of dumb Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And like Nathan has nothing to do with it, which is like it's funny to see him. It's the same loophole thing. It's like, what are you gonna do, Sue? Well, I mean, people thought Banksy to, was like orchestrating. Uh, right, right, right. oh, yeah. so no, no, no. It's funny. It's <laughs> great that it gets so big and people are taking it so That's seriously. Impossible that there's orchestrate. You customers. could not ever yeah. make that up. You could not script that. These people see this work gargantuan effort of satire, and they're like. Oh, it's Banksy. Yeah, he's really saying something Banksy would about never society. do something that funny. But what I like about <laughs> so, so like Dumb Starbucks is arguably the most popular episode of the show. Uh -huh. But um, Nathan has gone viral like at least Twitter times. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't count the Jimmy Kimmel one viral. To yeah. be honest with you, mm -hmm. um, there was one episode in the first season where he like tries to help. Uh, a zoo by getting its pig to save a yeah, dog. Oh my god, that's one of yeah. the other episodes. Um, and that was like one episode can watch, but like um, and and you know. He's trying to help a pig save a dog, and he orchestrates the whole thing. Like he puts an underwater maze for the pig to travel, so that the dog so can the come out. So the pig has to save. Yeah. The dog. So so yeah, he does all this option. bizarre stuff, and people think it's real, and right. that gets turned viral in the very first season. And then in the third season, or I think around the same time as Dumb Starbucks, he makes in order to help a small, in order to help like a moving company, he tries to That's make the one that I, that was the one that actually introduced me to this show. Yeah, like the first he, time he'll he'll. It's try, called the episode is the called movement. the movement. 
and I cannot recommend it enough. What is it's, it about? It's about, so Nathan's like, oh, this moving company has a hard time finding labor because the labor is really hard and the pay's not that great. So I'm going to get you free labor. In fact, I'm going to get you better than free labor. People are going to pay to come to you. So he starts an ad campaign about how moving boxes is the best workout. Wow. And he gets people to like seriously but believe in it and have it. And he goes on talk shows. And he goes on the morning show as like a fake Cam, personal back, this trainer. Goes, this goes back to what you said, Cam. Like how he puts so much effort on something. Yeah. Like for that movement episode, he finds a spokesperson for that episode oh, to does, do like, commercials to do stuff. commercials to do a whole fake backstory. He hires a ghostwriter to write an entire novel nuts. of the whole stuff. Yeah. And so my point is, Nathan Filler knows like how to get viral. Like yeah. and, oh, yeah. and um, especially I think after that first season episode. Um, he got really like, good grades. I think I think he just, just I think the same thing. I think he just I think he just wanted to stop like being viral, but like at times like he can't help it. And I think Dumb Starbucks is like kind of the exemplary moment where One of like the most amazing things is that in uh, at least the uh, the pig and duck episode and this dumb Starbucks episode, he shows up on the news, you know, NBC, like all our big news stations, and then he shows up on other countries' news stations yeah. just doing dumb shit like this. Like, <laughs> uh, amazing stuff, but also it's it's hilarious. It's literally all a joke, and the world takes it so very serious. Yeah. But it's, it's that thing where it's like... But he's not joking about it. He does do this yeah. stuff. But yeah. it's so fake. No, it's like, that's, it's, it, that's the kind of thing where it's hard to say what part of it is a joke. Not necessarily because of, oh, well, what's the intent here? It's because... It doesn't matter what the intent was because everyone's taking it seriously. So does that mean it's even a joke anymore? It goes back, like I think it speaks to a lot of like just the culture we live in, where we're like we try to like get that thing to go viral. We try to get that thing to go big, mm-hmm. and sometimes like, I, I, point, to, I point my phone at my cat and say, "Do something funny, a little shit." And sometimes, and, and sometimes we're like we want it to be, <laughs> and sometimes we we'll want it to be spontaneous, but oftentimes, and this show proves it, it doesn't. It's not necessarily spontaneous. It can actually. Like if you calculate it and yeah. plan it out, it can happen. Yeah. And the sh- and you know, there's so it's many instances. A thousand times more formulaic than you'd expect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. people are predictable, and yeah. he shows it every time. So I that's a feeling we're running long, so maybe we should. We are running. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, the last one, the last one's the hotel agent. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, the travel agent one was all right. The hotel one yes. was what was more interesting. The hotel one is tree. I gotta compliment you. The episodes you chose. I know every episode of the show is like this, but these are probably the top five episodes. <laughs> show. Choice. They're so per every yeah. one I've been I've had to hold myself back from yeah. saying Cam, you this actually, is the episode of Nathan for you. You, you haven't you one. haven't introduced any of the episodes yet. You've talked a lot but you haven't oh, introduced okay. yeah, I so can you, can, you, you can skip travel agent because I think travel agent's alright, but hotel yeah. is like yeah, let's just right, talk yeah. about hotel because we're already, like Cam said we're already going long. Alright, so this episode was a nightmare for me. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's, I wrote down this is the most awkward yet and I think mm-hmm. I gotta stand by that because because even the premise is awkward. It's not like he invents a new awkward thing to talk about with one of the actors or something. But he, um, the plan is, and you know, well, like, it, it comes from a flawed premise to begin with. Like, no, yeah. I think this, this is, is real. A good premise. This is a good premise. However, no one wants to talk about this, and no one would advertise their business like this. He says that motels or hotels for family vacations, small room places, are losing money because when you go on vacation with your family, the parents want to have sex in the hotel room, (laughs) but the kid is there. So, here's the plan. You have a noise 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? Isolating? Soundproof okay. section. Isolate, noise isolating is good too. Uh, soundproof section that the kid is in so that the parents can have sex in the hotel room. Before, before we talk about the actual thing, I do yeah. love how in every episode he shows like a little cartoon of the idea. Oh, this yeah. was the best part. And, and, so, and, yeah. so for, and so for this one, when he shows the cartoon, it's of, uh, it's about, like, like Cam says, the idea of the thing is supposed to be that parents can have sex um, without but trauma- the, but if, traumatizing but, the but child. But the kid will get traumatized. But the, the child in the cartoon is actually like a ch- cartoon version of Nathan. Yeah, it's yeah. like when they <laughs> yeah. grow up, they'll be fucked up. They show the child grow up and it's just Nathan. <laughs> 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 that was maybe one of my favorite moments in the So good. But yeah. anyway, so you're like, okay, uh, already, no. I don't want to talk about this. Mm. I can't believe he's going to talk to other people about this. But the idea is not to make a soundproof room or anything. He makes, he builds a box he to put the kid in. It was actually really box. cool, and I want one. Yes, that's, however, that's the <laughs> yes. that's part of it. So he builds a box that to put the child in that has locks on the outside of it, so that the the parents decide when the kid comes out. Yeah. I don't know, like some sort of cage or jail. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's a spaceship. Right, it's, it's cool for jail. the kid. I'm not going to deny that. But Especially that plays animal movies. Yeah, so <laughs> essentially it's a box that you put the kid in. It's noise-proof, sound-proof. Um, it plays music for them or rainforest noises. And it has monkey a starry sounds. Mm-hmm. monkey sounds, which we'll get into later. <laughs> but, um, it has a starry night, uh, beautiful inside, so that the kid feels like they're in their own world, which is, like Seb said, it fucking sick actually like this is a cool thing as long as it doesn't have locks on the outside (laughs) but so they're building this i'm like okay this is kind of cool the kid would like this even though the purpose is kind of wild but then they're like it has to be airtight obviously yeah yeah. (laughs) so they uh formulate a system where the air can get in and out but as they were building it, like, I don't know about building stuff, but he was building... The first note I have written down is, this is a kid bomb. Like, this is compressed <laughs> air, like, that they can't get out of. This is a murder machine. <laughs> if I was in charge of the show, I would have said no to this one because it's just too dangerous. Like, it's, it's fucked up. Like, to put a kid in a box that they can't get out of, granted, of course... Nathan being the genius that he is, there is a button that the child can press on the out- in the inside that will set off an alarm on the outside. <laughs> my, my question is, whose parents would let them go exactly. into a test <sighs> of this box and have, you have no idea how horny parents having sex. are. Yeah. No. Well, no, no, no. Well, they they didn't even do it. No. Oh, okay. So this kid, this oh, that's, child that's, actor's you're right, you're parents right. bring him in for this show, hey, might not be knowing that, that he's going to be in a box yeah, okay. That's, I think, people having sex outside. Not just two people having sex outside, <laughs> seven but people. an orgy. A seven-person orgy. Yeah. They, they ease you into it. They ease you into the <laughs> seven-person orgy. Hardly. <laughs> but you're right. So um, I, I thought this episode was the most awkward, I think. I was on another yeah, I, I turned, turned my volume yeah. all the way down. I was opening up another tab to yeah. scroll through something. I was watching this on my television. Oh my god, really? <laughs> I just I just I was so shocked when I first saw like <laughs> like actual like porn stars walking my, into the yeah, room. My, yeah. I, 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 I like I, I like that he got a he got adult actors mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I, then 
the best part is that he just stays in the room the whole time. Oh my god, that's that's like that's prime Nathan for you is he that has to make he, sure he yeah. has to be there. There's yeah. no part of this that he can leave up to, to like the no people involved. Else. He has to be there every step of the way. He has to climb the mountain with the people. Yeah. He has to be the one managing dumb Starbucks. He has to be in every shot with his lawyer. He has to be in the play yeah. where smokers allowed. He has to be in the room where the actors are having sex. I'm surprised sex. he wasn't the person having sex, yeah. to be honest. That's the well, final that, step. That's, no, no, no. That would be that's, too cool. That breaks character for Nathan because uh, Nathan is someone yeah. who literally but does not understand that's the relationship. Is, yeah, I, never, I can never understand like when he's like playing character and when he's not there. Because like, yeah. sometimes I do just feel like... I, Definitely generally, that's part of the show. I feel like he's generally awkward sometimes. And yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah and, I mean, you, Srini also yeah. listens to Comedy Bang Bang on his most yeah. recent appearance. He is hardly playing a character on the show. He is an awkward person. I think you can yeah. be... I think at, he probably just plays it up. Like George yeah. plays Smash Bros. Melee. I've been to open mics. And <laughs> the there are <laughs> awkward comedians that I know I couldn't have a conversation with that are extremely funny. Like, you can... It's a different, you know, like... I know people like that. I know yeah. people who are really funny that I couldn't have a conversation with about how funny they are because it would make them uncomfortable. <laughs> One thing that's really funny in this episode, which I think is something that's underrated about the show, is the part that I know is scripted, which is... Nathan's narration of the episode. Oh, Nathan, yeah, like, his his script is golden. Right. Like, I, even just his tiny intro at the beginning of every episode I do is have, funny. I do have something to say about the narration, but it might, it comes across on a couple episodes. Uh-huh. Um, when he, whenever he explains the initial idea to yeah. whatever the business owner is or whatever, um, you can tell that they're not stoked about it most of the time. Oh, yeah, they hate And it. then he says... Yeah, they were thrilled about they this. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't wait. The thrill was visible on their faces. But in this yeah. particular episode, he makes sure to mention that a child... He, he does it in the perfect way, which is like, they were having sex and a child was in the room. Yeah. Like, he never says, yeah. they couldn't hear it. Or, like, yeah. they didn't know. They say, they were having sex and the child was there. Like, yeah. He always mentions it in the most awkward, horrible way possible. Mm-hmm. So would anyone watch any more of the show? Absolutely. I would. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I'm so, surprised you would. I thought it was maybe too awkward. Yeah, that was no, okay. We've been so, in situations in real life that I felt like, oh, I feel bad for putting Seven in this situation because she's clearly uncomfortable. No, yeah, uh, that <laughs> happens. And I was very uncomfortable watching a, a lot of the show. But the thing is, I kind of liked that documentary format. Oh, it's so because, good. Because uh, I, I grew up mm-hmm. watching documentaries. I grew up watching... You know, like like the office, like the UK office and stuff, like 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 I didn't really not, watch not just that. documentaries, well, I mean, like documentaries. The real documentaries. Yeah, documentaries Never and documentaries. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know, I I, I grew well, up watching um like Gordon Ramsay or um there was this one show on TLC that was like what not to wear that my mom watched all the time. Yeah. She should have been on. Um, oh, not up. anymore. Um, she's fine now. Call. She got over it. Um. And then uh, there was one that was, like, about hoarders or people who never clean their houses. And I just always, or or even, like, just HGTV. Like, I yeah, always liked watching documentaries like that. format is like that. so reproducible. I have yeah. Which is why this show is good. HGTV is Everyone HGTV. My mom HGTV. was on HGTV. Mm-hmm. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on HGTV, That's one of the things, um, You ate a hamburger. Wait, uh, I, I might talk hamburger. about it in another ep, but, um... 
There's a, a thing that always I always find interesting, which is the thing that goes around online. What's the mo what's the least plausible story about yourself that is actually true? And mine would be that I was in the footage for a, an HGTV episode, but I was cut. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. cut from the actual show. It's, it's the being cut part that's like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. buddy. Yeah, like, buddy, uh, I'm sure your girlfriend lives in Canada. They don't edit that mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> so you're on it, but he's not? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. so, so, so Mick's probably in some background shots, but I'm specific. I'm oh, actually yeah. the last Kim, shot. Yeah, Kim is the last shot of the episode. Yeah, I can He's put that on my into the camera. I used to have that say, say, you will die on September 14, 2020. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we can't continue the show after that. Uh, uh, so, you, so you watch more of Nathan for you, sir? What? You watch more more of Nathan for you? Yeah, I'm surprised you watch more. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely. I'll. I. Well. All right. Here's the thing. I watched <laughs> oh, it before, man. and I and I liked it, and then I didn't watch more until this section. I think it is. It makes me profoundly uncomfortable. I need to, either get more used to it or accept that I just need to alt tab and you just do gotta something love else it, dude. while I'm watching. You yeah. have to love it. I already love it. This show made me laugh out loud. Like several times during every episode. It's not just, like, chuckling to myself. Like, no one was home. I was, like, dying to certain parts. Like, the messed up parts, the awkward <laughs> stuff is yeah. so good. But I have to force myself to watch it. I enjoy it when I watch it, but it's so awkward and unbearable at times that I... I'm gonna watch the finale. Definitely. And right, you uh, recommend me more. Wait, you, hold on. Jump to Alex because you you and Cam always have like, to say like the exact. <laughs> oh, yeah. same. We're being discriminated jump, against. Jump to Alex. Very much We're fifty percent black. <laughs> I, uh, I'm probably gonna watch uh, a couple more episodes. I definitely want to watch the finale, so I'm gonna do that. I was gonna do that before this episode, but I didn't get a chance to. So uh, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I <laughs> so I was like, I had seen some of the show beforehand. I. Was really into the show after I first found out about it, and then I fell off. Like I didn't watch any of season four, and then when you were announced that it was your thing, I'm like, oh man, it's a good chance for me to get back into it. And the first episode episode that you asked me to watch was the gas station one, and I was like, oh my god, I like the caricature artist. I was like, can I watch this? I'm gonna take my headphones out. I don't know if I can handle this. Am I? Do I not have the stomach for the show anymore? And then. Like, by the end of the gas station bit where he's talking about his, his grandson's pee and Nathan is, Nathan is the only That's one. That's whole episode, yeah. It's like yeah, the last the Nathan, minute Nathan is the, the only one getting this rebate that he worked so hard to make sure was impossible. I'm like, <laughs> I, I was, like, giggling to myself about that for multiple days afterwards. Like, that was the thing that made me laugh out of everything. Not, like, any of the scripted jokes or all that, but the so idea funny. that he would go back on his own plan. Dude, fuck <laughs> his own guest. Over. Yeah. While and making eye contact the entire time. Yeah. While making eye contact the entire time. So, Hunter, would you watch more of this show? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, this is a preview for two weeks from now. That is a little bit of what we call foreshadowing. Special guest Hunter. We, but, um, we plan all this shit. I guess I, I just like to quickly wrap it up then. Uh, I'll say that... Well, hold on, you let, let George that. I thought you, you skipped said, George. Yeah. No, I, I didn't skip it. I, I just wanted him to not be right next to Cam because he and Cam always say the fucking same thing. <laughs> it's okay, I forgot already. It's <laughs> no, uh, no, I definitely would watch more. It's, it's I think it's going to be like part of... It's going to be like a mainstay show for me. Like, I, I don't think I can get burnt out of it. I'll admit... 
I like Comedy Bang Bang a lot. I kind of got burnt out on it because it was there's like so, hundred episodes. Oh yeah, so and Comedy Bang Bang will wear on you. They, oh, they, yeah. it's worn on my mental state. It's ruined my life. <laughs> Whereas this, I'm like, this will just wear it by like faith in humanity. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But I, I really fucking like it. It gets so ridiculous in every episode that I saw. I'm like, oh, they can't do something that crazy again. And then, <laughs> then they had the hotel episode. <laughs> and then I was like, stupid. I chose, I chose five episodes for you guys, and like, I guarantee you that these are not. I mean, some of them are pretty crazy ideas, but these are not even like some of the wackiest, wackiest ideas. That I he does. can't imagine anything worse. I'm uh, reasonably sure. Eventually, he will go to. <laughs> Jail in an episode. So, we get convicted um, of a crime. Ernest as... goes to jail. No, yeah, but that's like the, that's but that's that's gonna be the next episode. It's like the plot to get me out of jail. I mean, yeah, like, like, like the... I mean, it'll be like for twenty four hours. It'll or be like evil Nathan Fielder. Yeah, <laughs> there's a mix up in the crime, yard. Crime Nathan. But if you like, I think I think you like Nathan for you. Um, the LAG show by Shasha Baron Cohen. Like, um, that's definitely like. So well, doing, a lot of that stuff, yeah. Yeah, like Borat, like, like, and Sasha Baron Cohen's the guy who, like, does Borat and all that. But, like, the L.I.G. show is, like, where it all started, so I think people would like the L.I.G. Sh- show. And I can't really think of other shows that are like Nathan for you, in all honesty. No, it's um, there is Yeah, you're right. Like, I can, like, watch, watch up Nathan's, I, Nathan's Instagram is incredible. Watch, uh, all, of his, watch all of his interviews, like, yeah, any talk shows. Yeah, all his interviews, but Nathan's Instagram, he works really, really hard you get one specific image <laughs> past Instagram's filters and he will do it. The image is a, an old man jerking off. Yes. <laughs> First he posts it on his laptop and takes a picture of himself and the laptop's in the background. That gets dumbest. taken down. Then it's now you have angered Nathan. <laughs> it's his mission to get this image on Instagram. God. So he takes a picture and he's wearing sunglasses and the image is in the reflection of the sunglasses. <laughs> I don't even remember. He does it like five times. Yes. That was my first exposure to Nathan was a Comedy Bang Bang interview where he talks about how he did any of that. And that was funny. And I was like, wow, Nathan seemed really uncomfortable during this interview. I wonder if Scott was like pushing him too far. And then, as you discover more about Nathan, it's like, no, he this is how he is care. all the it's time. It's just how he is. How can he be so awkward and so okay with all of Like, the most thing I can recommend to people who like Nathan for you is just, like, stuff that gets people out of their box. Like, mm. stuff that gets people... Yeah, like, um... Uncomfortable, I'd say. Uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's true. So, 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 like, maybe the British office, like, maybe, something like yeah. that, but, um... Yeah, I guess people, yeah, that's, 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 like, just the audience uncomfortable, but that's the same kind of thing. I would also like to recommend uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm for a show that's... Oh, oh yeah, 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 yes. yeah. That's also, a perfect example. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, it's not, it doesn't always hit, but when it does, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. it's... Very, but the Curb Your Enthusiasm is so scripted. I mean, I love Curb. No, I love Curb. There's a lot of improv in there. No, I love Curb. I love Curb. Basic idea. Yeah. Um, uh, there's also, didn't Zach Galifianakis have, like, an interview thing? Oh, Between, between Two Ferns? Between oh, Two Ferns, that's another that's Scott actually, Ackerman That's actually more story to Comedy Bang Bang than it is to Nathan Galifianakis. That's the only two people who work on it. That's amazing. Yeah. And, those, and you those, can like, tell. I think. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. So, like, you, you won't find anything like Nathan for you, but, like, you know, you can try to find, like, things that put people... You can watch things or, like, see things that, like, put people out of their zone, and that's, like, the true essence of Nathan for you. Okay, we gotta wrap this up. Yep, um, yeah, I'm done, yeah. Do we have plugs? Srini, so, do you have Yeah, Srini, do you want to have anything you want to plug? I have a Twitter. Your Twitter's very good. Um, I guess. Um, follow me at Srinin19. I mean, it's a private account, and so... S-R-I-N-N-I-N 19. 
Alex wanted to have you on as his guest on the show. Honestly, if he didn't do it, somebody would have. We want, we've yeah. wanted to have you on the show. I knew you'd be perfect for yeah. this. Yeah, you, uh, for a you long picked, a, time. picked a great thing. I don't think anyone else has suggested something for the show that's made us uncomfortable. So that's that's. Oh no, that's not uh, ASMR was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 that entire thing was uncomfortable. The jazz perfect dog. Oh boy. So, Sam, do you want to introduce a little bit of our guest for next week and talk about what we're doing? Alright, so next week we have my very best friend in the whole wide world, Bink. Um, wow. She's Perfect. going to... What? No. I heard, <laughs> you heard? I'm sorry, I've known her for 12 years. Um, Bink is like in a walking encyclopedia of uh, cartoon and animation information. So she's Whoa. having us watch... Um, a cartoon called Over the Garden Wall. It's a short series of um, several episodes. Um, so I'm going to hook Alex with this. It's like an OVA. I, 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 have, I have seen almost all of this. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to hook Cam with it. It takes place in the fall. Whoa. Wow. Watch it. Uh, she's been trying to get me to watch it like since it came out. So um, I've heard good things. I'm psyched. Yeah. I've, yeah. It's supposed to be really good. Yep. Yep. Fall um, themed. Yeah. So... I hope this has been something that you could all enjoy. Uh, I'm sure we all learned something from this experience. Or not really. I'm going to scam the fuck out of someone. Yeah. <laughs> we got listener mail, but it was about Whoppers. So Did you guys see, right. like, uh, when um, Elon Musk was doing the submarine stuff, there was a funny Twitter picture yeah, that was like, Nathan the goal? Yeah. Like, the was like, the goal? Build a, super build a super complex submarine to help these kids. <laughs> and, then, and to prove that the uh, one who actually rescued them was a pedophile. Yeah. And it's a picture of Nathan's face. And that's what's perfect about this show, is that Nathan's, like, absurdly complex schemes reflect a kind of mania that is present in a lot of people in real life. Yeah. And it's, like, exposing that sort of thing. Anyway, we're wrapping this up. Next week is Over the Garden Wall. This has been Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. You can find us on Twitter at Please Don't Cast. And if you want to send us a mail, it's please don't cast at gmail.com. Please don't, please don't have me, wait, please, please don't have me be the only person sending them emails. Yeah, uh, please yeah. don't have Shrini be the only person sending us emails. People love to contact this show, but nobody actually uses the email. We're being Everyone harassed just, in person yeah, more yeah. often than we're getting emails. Florida spam emails yeah. about Viagra. I so. actually, I've gotten a couple of bot emails. I could okay. read them on oh, the wait, show. Did, <laughs> I read, did I say my, my Nathan for you for this show is... If you are a listener that we don't know in person that I've met, I will give you $10 if you tell me you listen to this. I will show. match that donation. If you so, are a person. Look, that bots out there, say my name in an email. <laughs> I will send you $10. All right, so thank you guys for listening, but please don't listen. Contact us on Twitter at please don't cast. Fuck you, Delaware. Yep. Uh, Thank you, Fuck the Emmys. Fuck the Oscars. Uh, Chris Hardwick, die. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come on, the show. Chris Hardwick, I always knew you were a sex pervert. No one likes The Walking Dead that much. I thought the show went okay, but unfortunately, the audience didn't agree. I didn't really like that at all. It's not really my cup of tea. He sucked. 